7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to... Uh, welcome back. Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly. Our first weekend edition of 2019, and what a year it's shaping up to be, everybody. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm sounding breathless like Trump today. <laughs> I just had to run in the other room on the uh, uh, on the intro. and uh, But I had to get my Adderall and crush it up real quick and snort it. <laughs> feeling, a lot, feeling a lot better right now. Uh, yeah, so anyway, um, welcome to the program, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Yeah, impeach that motherfucker. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, I'll, I'll give you uh, an amen. Amen for that. Amen! Uh, amen! And, of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., uh, some strong women, uh... Uh, putting a smackdown on on the Trump cult this week so far. All right, all right. Well, hell yeah. I don't even know her name, but to me, she is representative. Impeach that motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) Rashida Tlaib. Tlaib. See, I gotta say, I absolutely love that we have representatives, women who speak like me and every other woman in our chat room. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know a lot of people, yeah, maybe, maybe I personally wouldn't have said it the, the way she said it, but I'm not going to fault her for it. I mean, look where we are, Exactly. you know, uh, I mean, uh, uh, who was it? Was it McCarthy who was confronted about it by a reporter? And they said, well, the president just called somebody a horse face the other day. Yeah. You know? Please. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really? Really? It's- you're going to start parsing the words of, of freshman congressmen? Why? Because you're looking for, for a, 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 a reason to, 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 to criticize them? Because yeah. they're yeah. women and because they're minorities and because they're Muslim or because because you're afraid. That's why. And well, don't, well, that motherfucker is in the White House. Don't fucking even bring it up. I, I, I don't want to hear it. I have news for you, Joe and Ken, that Mr. McCarthy might not know, but we women, we have been cursing for many, many decades. I can and, attest um, to this. I'm, I'm a very proud curser. You know that. You all sure. know that on this show. <laughs> just, Damn straight. I'm, I'm just like, I, I'm fine with cursing. And, yeah. and the fact that we've got the toot-toots from the from Kevin McCarthy has he ever addressed um his pussy comments and you know I'm gonna go at her like a bitch no because that's way more disgusting 
Oh, yeah, you know what's you know what's way more disgusting? Taking children away from their parents and putting them in fucking cages. Yeah. Okay. Allowing you know saying that it's okay to kill and dismember uh, a, a journalist from the Washington Post. Yes. That's what's a lot fucking worse than saying yes. you're a motherfucker because you are a motherfucker. And, and making fun of, of a reporter who I believe is also from the Washington Post who has a physical disability. Yeah. I, I don't I, I don't want to hear I don't want to you know the outrage from this. And and quite honestly, we can go I, I want to go one step further. Um this woman said this at a party. Sure. At a party celebrating her, you know, entering the Congress. Donald Trump said the, some awful things he said while running for president. Yeah. And, and you know, oh, but, you know, Trump would never say what she said, though, right? Motherfuckers. No, no. Oh, yeah. actually, he did. Or, uh, yeah. oh. unfortunately, the only surviving version of this is pitched up. But. You're not going to raise that fucking price. But, you know, again, again, it comes down to this. And I haven't brought this up in a while, but I'm bringing it up tonight. It's okay if a guy says that word. It's not okay if a woman, especially a Palestinian woman, a woman of color, and just a woman, it, mm-hmm. then that's no good to the patriarchy. That's so, that's terrible. Yeah. Well, and, oh, here, here we go. I found a little something. Here you go, everybody. Uh, you know, oh, such a disgrace, Trump said. Such a disgrace. Bullshit. Fucking pussy. Motherfuckers. Yeah. There you go. See? Such a disgrace to our nation. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Obviously, so, he doesn't get his own Twitter feed. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and uh, okay, so so I want to I want to talk about this because there's there, there have been three different, uh, uh, you know, that was the biggest outrage with, you know, the impeach the motherfucker from Rashida Tlaib. Tlaib I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's an awesome name. I love the fact that there's a T and an L. That that doesn't happen anywhere except for Talon Akbar and Orbis Tertius by <laughs> Bores. Um, so, <laughs> um, so it's Rashida Tlaib. Tlaib, yeah, Tlaib. She's still, she's still Tlaib. Congresswoman, Tlaib. motherfucker yeah. to me. Tlaib, yeah, I think it's Tlaib. Um, so, yeah, absolutely, and that's great. And and so the second outrage is, um, really, Doc? Did you have a problem, buddy? <laughs> Doctor just wouldn't. He's like, well, yeah, I think he's cursing uh, uh, different uh, Republicans. So uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, right? Oh, this too. Jesus. Oh my God! Mm. Get the clutching pearls, everyone. Get the Republican brand hypocrisy, pure, refined hypocrisy clutching pearls. Because there was a video of Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Hold on a second. I, I almost I, should I say this word? What she was doing starts with Uh-oh. a D and ends with an ing. Oh man. Man, I feel horrible saying this. She was, sh- I'm going to say quiet. She was dancing. Oh my God. Oh, no, no. And not, not Latin dance. Has, no. First of all, has anybody ever seen Trump dance? 
<laughs> yeah, I did in Saudi Arabia. It was wonderful. <laughs> that is some of the cringiest, most awkward, wh- whack, whack, waddle, waddle bullshit I've ever fucking seen in my life. You remember that old commercial, whack, whack, waddle, waddle, where the kids are in the raincoats or <laughs> walk through the, the mud puddles? It's like, yeah, Trump, mm. you know, uh, oh, 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 give, oh, give me a beat. Whack, whack, waddle, waddle, whack, whack, waddle, waddle. That's what you get, Trump, because you've cringy. It looks like you're you just fucking ha- you're having a seizure and you can't figure out where your center of gravity is. You know, it's like, oh shit, catch him! No, oh shit, he's gonna follow me! Oh god! It's like a, he's like. I think it's interesting. Joe brought up Saudi Arabia. That was Mm -hmm. creepy because that was with the globe. Oh yeah, orb. Sure. I remember seeing him dancing at his inauguration. He curtsied. He curtsied for for the Saudi king. He curtsied. Jesus. Just like Shirley Temple gave him a little curtsy. Um, not saying that that's, that's bad thing, but I thought he was supposed to be the big fucking alpha male, you know, but no, he's, you know, and he like weaves and bobs during things inappropriately. Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez has a fun little dance. It's a fun little dance. Molly Ringwald made her an unofficial, uh, an official breakfast club member for her dance. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. I mean, I saw the video and I was like, damn, she's got some moves. So, uh, uh, yeah. So this this is what the Republicans are reduced to. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's true. She was. I think. I think I read that at the time, she was a a student at Boston College. So she was a student, Uh and some freaking little incel QAnon dude tried to shame her for dancing. Oh, dancing. Oh, the dirty lady danced. I'm scared. Fuck you, you little... In- You're right. It's total incel behavior. It's like, no woman of mine would ever dance. Well, you will never have a woman because no woman will have you. You little monsters. Um, I mean, so- again, patriarchy. Again. Yeah. You're trying to she shame danced. a woman for dancing. She was <laughs> she in danced. her teens. She danced. It was terrible. I, I need a safe space from the dancing lady. Help me. God damn these fuckers. I thought it was great. I mean, I saw the video and I was like, oh, she is She's beautiful. She's yeah. got the moves. Sure. She's fun. She was living her best life. Yeah. She was with her friends. This is what people should be doing at that age. Yeah. Period. Dance like nobody's yeah. watching. Yes. So but this is yes. where uh, this is where they're at. You know, this yeah, is that's the all state they have. of the Republican Party. That's absolutely all they have, and you know, and, that's and, it. And now uh, I want to get to the, to the one. This one flew under the radar um, because it was mostly just an outrage in the oh, you know, the place that I should never go. Of course, the the hive. We'll never find. The more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Um, so, so I was over on Discuss today, and I was on the video of uh, Kristen Cinema, first openly bisexual senator from Arizona, uh, getting sworn in by uh, Lego people homophobe Mike Pence. <laughs> she got sworn in on a law book, by the way. I believe she's an atheist, too. I'm not sure. That was actually... I'm not sure either, but when I saw that she was sworn in on a law book and the Constitution, mm-hmm. I immediately thought, she's an atheist. Yeah, or that's, you know, she, yeah, I, it, I thought, 
to me, I thought, well, why wouldn't you swear on the Constitution? Because that's what you should be swearing to uphold, not the fucking Ten Commandments or the Song of Solomon. I mean, true. oh, the fox plucked. To- <laughs> yeah, you want to you talk about, oh, oh we're, we're swearing to the Song of Solomon where the fox plucks the grapes that are ripe on the vine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever read the Song of Solomon? If nobody's, if nobody's ever read the Song of Solomon, please read the Song of Solomon. It is like porn. It's like medieval porn. And I know, I know, you know, of course, the Bible allegedly wasn't written in medieval times, but the Song of Solomon, I'd really like to see the source material material that that was translated from because it sounded like medieval porn, you know, and uh, it's dirty. It's dirty about spilling seeds and plucking grapes that are plump and ripe on the vine. The sweet, sweet grapes. Oh, my. Oh, dear. Oh, it's 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 hot and heavy stuff. It, seriously, that's the porn book of the Bible. It is absolutely the porn book of the Bible. If you don't believe me, just read. Just go to Bible.com and look up a little bit of Song of Solomon uh, at some point tonight and read some of that stuff. Because do you, I mean seriously? You know, Louis Gomert reads that book at night. <laughs> oh God! So so I anyway, did whole, I did ahead. a whole biblical assisted masturbation clown car on ted cruz oh wow if you want yeah if you want to refer back to that one sure one of the uh classic ones yeah uh (laughs) so so anyway yeah what a fun sexy time for you if you're reading song of solomon everyone Mm -hmm. um you know it's 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 good stuff (laughs) uh uh, there it is what Uh, a fun sexy time for you plucking those grapes you pluckers you grape pluckers um and so so Kirst, uh, Kristen cinema I gotta stop, stop saying Kirsten's Kristen cinema all right you know huge huge achievement that an open openly bisexual the first openly bisexual senator was sworn in big thing people were and she's fr- from Arizona right people yeah she yeah she uh, Jeff Farius actually I think uh, uh was halfway decent friends with her when he was doing his radio show I think she was a frequent contributor um oh, nice and so I um you know I'm I'm watching this and I'm reading the comments and uh, okay first of all she was a boss when getting sworn in she made like <laughs> she made like a, a solid like railroad spike gaze into Mike uh, yeah Mike Pence's eyes to you know to say I know who you are and I know what you're up to and I'm going to fight against your agenda she didn't have to say much but that gaze, and then her, you know, she had a couple little, you know, plucky jokes. She's like, oh, see, he's giving me tips now. Stuff like that. But the handshake, you watch that handshake, and she fucking did a power move on that little piece of garbage. It was amazing. They're shaking hands, nice firm handshake there on her part. I, I would think that Mike Pence is kind of like, you know, grabbing a surgical glove filled with warm pudding. Um <laughs> Uh, and, and, you know, shaken and then Pence releases his fingers after a certain part and then she doesn't. And then he reclenches. It was, it was amazing. She, he, he, he not only reclenches, I could feel like his butt clenching. (laughs) (laughs) I think his panties shifted as well. (laughs) It was just everything stiffed up there. She just kept looking at him. Oh my God! Yeah, you she could have just... probably opened an almond inside his 
Cheeks. Yes, his sphincter. Yes, his butt cheeks Boom. are the nutcracker. Oh yeah, nutcracker cheeks. <laughs> Even before I that, like she was fucking with him. Like, do I stand here? Do I stand here? Mm-hmm. And then she yeah. points it out. She should have. Should have kissed him. <laughs> oh my I, god, no! I, please, I have no lips. doubt that that thought was in her mind. Oh, uh, kissed him really, on the lips. She was really messing with him. She's like, tell mother oh, about him, this. Give me points. And, tell mother. And my favorite part was, I don't know what I'm doing. So thanks. She could have completely eliminated him if she just slipped him the tongue. Wow. Oh, man. Would, oh, boy. He would have lost Don't, everything. She, I, you know, I'm all for people taking one for the team, but no, nobody should ever. No, <laughs> no, not that. No, 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 no. No, no she will never be take clean. One she, take she one would, for the team. She would never she be clean again. No. She was a boss. She knew, she oh my knew God. how uncomfortable he would be. She took extra time. I mean, that's the thing. She took mm-hmm. extra time up there. Mm-hmm. Which is like, okay, I stand here, right? Okay, <gasps> he's giving me points. And he and then I think there was one comment by I think She's, she said Do I need a spouse? She said, Do we need a spouse up here? Because yes. he was talking, she was talking. I finally just got that. I'm a thick head, man. She meant to, she meant to bring his wife up, so they weren't yes. t- uh, uh, in too close quarters together. Oh my god! I because oh yes. my god, am I dense? Oh, she's brilliant. It's even yes. better. No, it's even better. We need a spouse up here. Oh my god! Yeah, because that's what I that's what I thought she said, but I'm like that doesn't. I don't understand. You know what I'm she's saying? I was thinking she's not married. Right? No, she's she's talking about mother. Oh my god! Mama, oh my god! Mama, Holy mama, shit! Mama, what mama. what's the best? Yeah. Uh, I I gotta give her. Uh, I gotta give her something <laughs> audio wise here. Um, I think she might have hurt Mike Pence's feelings at that moment. I got hurt feelings. I got hurt feelings. I got Oh my god! She totally. Yeah. She wasn't just a boss. She fucking pwned him. <laughs> She did. <laughs> yes. Tone with a piece. I, I did. I heard that. And maybe I am the only one when she said, we need a spouse up here. Oh, my yeah, You God. notice he hasn't been seen publicly in weeks. Jeez, I didn't talking about think mother. of that. Like, I, I'm so, I feel so dumb. That's how smart Kristen Cinema is, is that she made a joke that fucking totally, you know, I, I mean, I should have gotten it. I, I really should have. I was a little busy when I saw that today, but holy shit. There's not a lot of people out there, I think, that are saying that either, Ken, so I, I don't don't say you should have. Oh my, my take God. on it. No, that it's my take. It, that's exactly what it is. That's brilliant. Oh my God, because I was I kept thinking about it, and I was like, spells. What? Uh, and now I'm like, oh, duh. <laughs> she fucking, she had his number all the way. That was great. And then, and then, you want to hear some bullshit? Okay, so uh, so I was in the chat room and I was uh, in, on Discuss, and I'm talking to these fucking Trump cultist knuckle draggers and saying, like, oh, what does it matter about your sexuality? You going to put that on your, your resume or something? And I, I responded to this person. I said, yeah, you personally should put it on a resume because you're so stupid. You miss the basic point of the importance of having somebody who identifies openly as a bisexual. I have bisexual yeah. friends. I have a bisexual niece. And this is, you know, it's going to be great for them to have somebody who's like them. You know, we need more diverse representation. And, yeah. you know, it's it's not icky. It's not weird. 
It's just what it is. And this one asshole was like, oh, well, you, uh, why would you even talk about your sexuality in, in you know, uh, uh, you know, and I said something. I said, you know what? I actually did when I got interviewed at the company that I got a job for 15 years ago. I'm fairly certain I talked about my wife. You know, it, because it was a, it, I remember the interview and it was cordial and it was nice. And, you know, I wanted to make sure that I was showing that I was a responsible person and talked about, you know, being married for, I guess, five years back then <laughs> and, um, and, you know, having the house. And I wanted to show that I was a committed individual to, to show that, you know, yeah. You know, and so, so essentially I did talk about my sexuality in a roundabout way. Mm-hmm. And this guy, this oh, you guy, know who else? This, uh, what's ahead. that? This guy said to me in response, well, if stupidity was a, a, a job requirement, then that's why you got the job because you stupidly volunteered that you were married because most jobs don't want you to have a wife because they want, don't want you to put your wife in front of your job. And I'm like, what kind of shithole companies have you interviewed for? <laughs> that, and I said, if they would have done that to me, I would have sued the piss out of them. For discriminating wow. against me because I was married. <laughs> that is literally not something that ever happens. A straight white man does not get discriminated against for getting a, in a job for being <laughs> married. Pregnant women, wow. yes. Gay men, yes. yes pregnant uh, women. Transgendered individuals, yes. You know, pregnant women, yeah. I mean, it, it, black people, yes. You know, I mean, but or, oh, or straight women white who married. Could become pregnant. Yeah. So well, you know. Uh, or just women in general. Of, uh, uh, talking about your sexuality, I remember uh, there was a guy on a bus. Uh, just somewhat access. Uh, it was Hollywood or something. Oh like that. yeah. Uh, he said something about. Uh, I, 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 moving I, on I, somebody I, like a moved on grabbing her. Yeah, them like, by like the a bitch. Like a bitch. Like a bitch. I moved on her and. Um, uh, oh, they let you grab their your. He tried to fuck her. He oh. tried to fuck her. Yes. Yeah. And, and then then you can. He said they let you grab him by the. Oh, that's right. He wouldn't talk about his sexuality, would he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, who is that? Who is that again? Um. Let me see. Uh, I think his name is Dotard. Have to go and Google Dotus it. Dotus in chief. Yeah. Yeah. So so not only that so 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 these people were all freaking out saying oh, why is it important why are you guys shoving it in her face and then this this guy the same one also said I said look I'm mature about it and I respect the fact that she's open about her her sexuality and I you know and I'm it's fine and then he was like oh well if we're so mature about it then why don't you tell us what she prefers does she prefer cunnilingus or fellatio and, and then starts going like crazy dirty really what? yeah the guy started the guy started going crazy dirty and i was like no i'm being mature about sexuality here you're demanding to for me to describe uh sexual acts on here and i think <laughs> you just need to go watch some porn right now because that's Maybe. not what i'm here for you know, yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you, I put that's dumb. I put yeah, you Trump I mean, cult freaks all, always want us regular folks to talk dirty to you. And I'm not I'm not into that. Sorry. Let's back up. A, let's back up a minute at something he said and the way he phrased it. Why do they have to? Why does she have to stick it in your face? Why is it offensive to talk about your sexuality? 
Why is that sticking it in somebody's face? It's, it's not. It's when you just... mentioned you were married, you didn't. You wouldn't say, "Oh, you had to stick your wife in my face." Tell me you're married. Yeah, they don't say that. Oh no! Oh, oh you're sticking your heterosexuality into my face. You know, I, I can. I mean, I really. I, I mean, why is that, that sticking it in your face? I, I think. What I does can that answer. mean? I think I can yeah. answer that. Okay. I think that the, the the reason why is because they really there's a certain subset of people, mostly. What are, cis males or just straight males? I, I I'm not good at the terminology, so I'm not even going to go into that. But there's a certain subset of of men who are really uncomfortable with the idea that they're not completely in charge of what sexuality mm-hmm. is. So yeah. you know what Ken was saying. I mean, Ken was out there saying, "I'm happily married. I want to talk about my marriage." Um, and to go back to that job interview that you were talking about, Ken, mm-hmm. you know, if you're somebody who's being interviewed, you're allowed to um, you're allowed to present as much as you want to present. Yeah. The people interviewing you cannot ask you certain no. things. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that that's, you know, and, and you know what I said to this guy, too? I said, you know, look, uh it's not like sexuality is a choice. And I, I waited for, I hope I was hoping he, I was hoping he was going to come back on this one. I said, it wasn't like sexual sexuality is a choice, you know, pe- you know, it, it, like religion. And I said, Christians are overrepresented I- in this country and demand to be heard about every little thing they want to cherry pick out of the Bible. You know, Christian conservatives, uh, you know, you don't hear liberal Christians doing that all the time. I mean, they talk mm-hmm. about the Jesusy stuff a lot more, the Sermon on the Mount kind of stuff, mm-hmm. the be- the Beatitudes, which can Trump supporters think is a Beatles tribute band. Um, sorry, <laughs> I love that joke. Every time I say the Beatitudes, I have to say it. So that would be a cool name for a Beatles tribute band, a Catholic Beatles tribute band, the Beatitudes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so. So, you know, the, I, I said it's not like, you know, sexuality is a choice like religion, but, you know, religions are overly representative, uh, represented, you know, Christianity is overly represented and they're always demanding to be heard and be identified and be acknowledged. We got to say Merry Christmas. We got to, you know, uh, you know, uh, have statues of the Ten Commandments, uh, you know, and, and all kinds of other aspects of a 2000 year old Middle Eastern document to dictate uh, the, the wind and whimsies of uh of people like louis gohmert that's actually supremacy right yeah exactly and but oh god forbid that we mention a landmark of uh somebody who identifies as uh bisexual god forbid we mention that and then it's shove it in my poor little face um and and then the last thing, and we got to go to the break. And I'm sorry, I'm kind of filibustering on Kristen Cinema, but this was so awesome. And in in the All dress, it's awesome. it's, the dress she was wearing was have. fucking cool as hell. The dress she was I, wearing, I was like, Susan's gonna love this dress. And so I wish I could wear that dress. This, I loved it. This guy in the chat said, "What the hell is she wearing? What an embarrassment!" And I I, I responded, "It's called a dress, stupid." You know, the thing Melania <laughs> Trump wasn't wearing in her lesbian photo shoot? <laughs> no, what it's an really embarrassment. nice to see a woman. A I mean, I found dress. that dress very sexy. It was classy, you know? So, and yeah, okay. it was, and she's not, and you classy, know. And cla- class and sex I'm not. Together. I'm not going to lie. Like, I thought it was, I was, I was wowed. 
thought it was I loved it. I loved yeah. it. I thought it was hot. And I'm not trying to objectify her. No. But it was just like when she walked away from Pence, like I saw those hips swinging. I was like, Yeah, and, yeah. and not just that. I think she has a very you know, uh positive it's not just her body it's the way she carries herself yes she yes. has a very very uh uh positive you know body She's image of herself. As fuck. yeah yeah so so yeah but the dress it was gorgeous it was absolutely gorgeous but nobody saw it it was kind of a maybe sort of a satiny and a satiny white top and i think there was like a bead kind of uh trim around the the collar you know kind of a just a rounded collar not not collar but neckline um and then it was sleeve it was sleeveless yeah, you know, and then the it had a gray the it was sleeve it was sleeveless and then it had a gray and uh pink like floral pattern on the bottom um of the of the skirt portion of the dress but it was one piece um yeah so. it, it was it was a beautiful dress and and she she but how do I put bare, this bare you arms could, bare arms I know and she had little, the right to bare arms little homage to Michelle, perhaps, but yep. it, it, the dress I thought was beautiful. I know we don't do this fashion stuff very often, but the thing is, is that um, any woman with confidence can can look good in anything, quite honestly. And um, she is she is confident as fuck. She yeah. owned my tents. She knows that she is going into the Senate. Should there be a and, spouse um, up here? She is badass. <laughs> What's that? Should there be a spouse up here? <laughs> I know. <laughs> but this is what we need. This is what we need. I love the fact that she's she's openly bisexual. And, and you know, Cat said earlier in the chat that heterosexual people get to talk about the sexuality all the time. And I want to see that change. And I'm hoping, and it's not like I want her to be like centered or bisexual, but yeah, I I don't want her to. I I want Nobody her to not ever, feel like she can't. Right. Nobody should ever she, be afraid to to talk about their sexuality, and that's what we need to yes. do on our side to try and make things better. And Kristen Cinema is uh, another step in that direction. So and um, and we're going for, good for Arizona. Yeah. Good for them and good for our country because uh, I think we're coming at them on all fronts right now with Elizabeth Warren, with Nancy Pelosi, with uh, uh, with Cinema, with Tlaib, uh and Ocasio Cortez. Congressman motherfucker. Uh, you know, and, and all the other great women who we didn't mention. But you know, I mean, there's some you know noteworthy stories from this week. And it's not a lot of Democratic men you're hearing about. A little from Schumer here and there. You know, a little from Schiff. Uh, but, you know, I'm telling you what. I'm feeling pretty good. And, and it looks like there is, yeah, we've got people who are going to be brash. We have people who are going to have experience. We have people who are going to grind down to the nitty gritty on numbers like like Elizabeth Warren. We have Ocasio who uh, Cortez, who is is plucky and fun and in touch with, you know, a younger aspect of, of, you know, people that are interested in politics. Uh, it, that goes to a certain degree with uh, Kristen Cinema. Uh, you know, and, and I think she's on the younger end of the Gen X spectrum. Um, and you know, and it's just, it's, it's got me feeling good about a lot of things and, uh, and, and Trump's worried and, and it's, it's proof. And 
I think he's going to fold this weekend on the shutdown. So anyway, uh, we got to go to the, we, I really do some of his language, uh, and Oh shit. Yeah. We'll talk about the TSA when we come back too. That's huge. Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, let's run to the break. Uh, when we come back, uh, oh, we don't we don't have a new green news report once again. Uh, but I understand because Brad and Desi, they're taking some much needed time off. So um, let's go ahead and uh, play uh, "Swimming Upside Down" by Bobber on this break. And when we come back, we'll have lots, a little bit more news to talk about. We'll get into some of the recaps. I'll just kind of scan the stuff. Um, I don't have any new audio, so that's going to have to be the extent of it. Um, and uh, we have a new game that I want to tell everybody about when we come back. And we'll, we have a mystery guest on the program tonight. This is going to be a lot of fun. So anyway, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com.
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music, all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello, and Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm back. Yes, and and welcome to you. So, and and welcome (laughs) to you. I'll try to find some and bring them to you. Just your friendly reminder that the federal government is still shut down. But. Yes, yeah, and 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 on that note, um, thank you for reminding me. But uh, before before I get to that, I want I do want to talk about the TSA. But I want to talk about our new game tonight. I'm not going to go into great detail about it. But basically, it is a direct ripoff of What's My Line. 
um, uh, slightly different, <laughs> uh, but basically I'm going to be bringing on mystery guests and, uh, some you may know, some you may not know. Uh, I might try and throw people for a loop and maybe get people from our chat room every once in a while or family members or something like that, or celebrities or people, you know, who are associated tangentially with the network, whatever. Um, but tonight we have our, our very first mystery guest on, on a game that I'm calling, uh, who goes there? Um, because I thought about calling it, you know, who the fuck is that? <laughs> but I was like, if I'm going to try and get any celebrities on, I think I want to try and keep it a little cleaner. <laughs> what the hell is that fucking price? Um, so who goes that? I thought was, would, would be funny. And so basically what'll happen is we'll, um, uh, take turns, uh, with, uh, with Joe rain and Bob and uh they will ask questions yes or no questions of the guest the guests can disguise their voices they'll always have an alias on on the show the other than their real name they can use goofy voices if they want to disguise their voice if they have one of these they can make their voice sound like this if they want but um <laughs> oh i know who that is <laughs> you do yeah but he, he's not <laughs> going to be here for a bit um but uh you know it, it, and also the typically people would put on a blindfold um, on the old show, uh, so I, I would say the blindfold for all of you guys is is looking away from the chat room in case somebody has a guess, or uh, definitely uh, the the Skype. Uh, you know, basically you'll get an area code, so that might be like a hint. Um, but you know, I, I would prefer if you, oh, if, well, it, I won't, if you, I won't yeah, cheat. yeah, minimize your Skype, minimize the chat. And then, uh, we see, and basically once we hit, uh, 15, no answers, if you can't get the person in 15 guesses, then, then they win, you lose. But if you can guess before hitting 15, no responses, um, you guys win. So that's how that's going to work. It should be fun. Um, and then of course we'll have the person to stick around and shoot the shit with us about whatever they want to. Um, when, uh, when it's all said and done and I have two guests booked already for it, one for this Friday tonight and one for uh, two weeks from now. And hopefully I'll have one for every Friday for the next couple months and we'll do this in waves. Um, <clears throat> but Susan and I fell down a, a, a rabbit hole of watching all these old, what's my line, you know? Uh, and it was, it's, it was such a fun game and, and, and the banter on it was always really clever and funny. Um, so, and, and basically I'll help since I know who the person is and what you need to say, you basically, you need to, 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 to you know, just guess in general who they are. Like, you know, a, a judo instructor, which is not one, but it was one on one of the episodes we watched last night of the original show. So yeah, you have to figure out, you know, just who they are. Um, what's, you know, what's the, the why are they here and you know you, it shouldn't be hard for you guys to ascertain once you start asking questions but anyway um and um uh on that note yes uh, that's going to happen in hour three um and then uh right now i want to talk about uh, the tsa trump says he's shutting down the government because he wants america to be kept safe but hundreds of tsa workers not getting paid during the shutdown are reportedly calling in sick hundreds of TSA oh, agents. No. Oh no. So border security. I mean, this is every border that is not going to be secure. And guess where guess what one of those airports uh is, is in Dallas. That's no. awful close to the Mexican border. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean They could actually fly over that wall. 
Yeah. So from Josh Feldman over at Media reporting on CNN's report, uh, it says two of the sources who are federal officials described the sick out as protests of the paycheck delay because their paychecks are delayed. One called it the blue flu, a reference to the blue shirts worn by transportation security officers who uh, it should be called the orange flu, really who screened passengers and baggage at the airport uh, security checkpoints. A union official, however, said, while some employees are upset about the pay, officers have said they're calling in sick for more practical reasons. Single parents can no longer afford child care as they're finding cash-paying jobs outside of the government work to pay their rent and other bills, for example. TSA employees don't uh, make a shitload of money. I got. I can tell you that right now. Oh. <laughs> we can call it hashtag... We could call it the bluebonic plague. <laughs> <laughs> the bluebonic plague. Um, uh, yeah, and so, uh, go, I, I have a friend. I have a friend who works for Vox, mm-hmm. and um, uh, they posted earlier today, and this is amazing to me. Um, Trump's plan: keep Homeland Security, TSA, ICE, Border Patrol, and the Coast Guard unpaid for months. Or even years in order to ensure border security. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Trump said, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. So that's not border security at all. Because, we're, you know, the, even if the money was forked over right now, when would construction... I mean, you know, he started, He was bragging about the... What, what was it? Uh, which wall w- the, was that he was bragging about? What's, what sectional wall? San Diego? Well, no. Oh, he he was um I, I shared that with you guys earlier. Let me see. Um, he, he blatantly lied about uh yeah San Diego uh, border wall. He said, "Oh, yep. it's done. You should go look at it." And then I looked in an article from uh, January second. As well, debated <laughs> San Diego to see border construction early this year. So, the, it, what are you going to go thing look is, at? Is that in San Diego they've had. Some sort of, um, I don't know if it's necessarily a wall. Yeah, they have a barrier. They've had a structure up there for at, at, at least 15 years, at least. Yeah, I, I don't even know. But, you know, I mean, th- there's pictures of it, you know, but that's not new construction. You know, he's like, you no. should go see, you should go see. He's trying to take credit for everything he didn't fucking do. Um, he's lying. Yeah, and, and you should go see it. You should go see it. And he's talking about the artistic slats again today. But again, you ultimate border security. I mean, what are we saying? Hey, Al Qaeda, come on in. TSA, you know they're skipping. They're skipping <laughs> also, random pat downs. <coughs> he also lied about. Um, and Sarah Sanders did this too. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. That uh, they captured four thousand, and I think he said seventeen thousand. <laughs> criminals crossing such the border liars terrorists and, and i think terrorists. he said terrorists. well he said criminals she said terrorists yeah but in sarah sanders case and i suspect in his too they were taking statistics gathered from all ports of entry not the mexican border he made it sound like they were driving in cars from Tijuana to, to Dallas. Oh, and he they were made being it caught. sound like they were driving in the desert doing like yeah. wheelies and just yeah. like... Well, these are people that were... And these aren't even people that were terrorists that were caught. They were people who had secondary... Yeah. There were 4,000 secondary screenings at airports because their name matched someone who was on the no-fly list and turned out it, wasn't, it was mis- misidentity. 
But they didn't arrest the people. No, it was misidentity. In other words, if, if there was another Joe Santorsa who was on an no-fly list, which I doubt. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I worked with a guy who, who was the, the – the, oh, jeez, I, I forgot. He was a famous terrorist, and I worked with a guy who had the same last name. He was – my friend was on the no-fly list wow. <laughs> because of this terrorist. Now – People like that, like him, would be stopped for secondary screening because they see the name and they say, uh oh, uh, you're on a no fly list. And then it turns out after they do the ID that no, it's not the guy. That's where that 4,000 number came from. The thing is, is that because it, it, it was Sarah Sanders who said, we did she say we apprehended or arrested? She said we apprehended 4,000 terrorists. Okay, don't at the you, border. Don't and that you is not. True, but th- that's that's what I'm getting at. Don't you think that the L.A. Times, New York Times, Washington Post, the San Diego is it Tribune, whatever? San- don't you think that would have been news? Might have been. I would think so. Seventeen thousand criminals, like he said at that I mean, whatever that to, was he did in the press room the other day. He said seventeen thousand. 17,000 criminals were caught this year or last year. It That's hasn't just, been reported on because it hasn't happened. And, and I guess the point that I'm trying to get at is it, the fact that it hasn't been reported on when, when Sarah Sanders or, or Kellyanne Conway or Donald Trump or whoever say these things, if it's not, if it hasn't, those numbers are so incredibly nutsoid. You can't believe them because this media would be reporting it. Yeah, I don't and, care what you say about mainstream oh, yeah. media; it would be reported. Well, that's the problem. You said whoever says these things, you need to say whoever lies about these things, because yes. that's what they're doing. Yes. They're all lying. They can't keep their lies straight. They, you know, they're like, "Oh, well, here's a better way to say this that makes it sound even more scary for the knuckle dragon, right. toothless freaks." You know, that's the thing that frustrated me today, listening to MSNBC, where there were people. And again, I'm not trying to slam them, but it's like, you know, they're fact checking these numbers when all they have to do is say this is a lie, because if this were true, we are the fourth pillar. We're the media. We would have been reporting Mm -hmm. on this because it would be a big story. Yeah. So but at any rate. Uh, Trump is making this country far less safe by having his little tantrum, and and again, again, in that press conference on the in the Rose Garden today, that rambling shit show, you know, with, with you know Pence and and uh, McCarthy and uh, I forget who else was there, but I don't care. Scalise it was, was there too. Scalise, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, just that, that whole shit show. And then Trump, you know, somebody from CNN said, well, you said Mexico was going to pay for it. Why do you need taxpayer dollars? And then he's like, he's like, oh, oh. And he started going off and he's like, oh, well, the trade deal, so many billions of dollars are going to gonna flood in. And this is the wall. The cost of the wall is just a mere pin drop in an ocean of pesos, you know. <laughs> and... I made that up, but that'd be a good line, Trump. You should say that. That's clever. 
Um, Don't not put really. it past him. No. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, it's just so stupid. I mean, that was never, ever, 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 you, you know, in the campaign rallies. Was it ever Mexico, they're, they're going to pay for the wall. Was it Mexico is going to pay for the wall once after years and years and years of uh, <laughs> a new trade agreement that we're going to usher in that will definitely, definitely, and that trade deal will never change over time on the, under different administrations or, or different legal rulings or anything like that or different negotiations under this administration. No, 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 no. It, it will stay static and the money will just keep pouring right in. It's just like we cut cut a bank in the cut a hole in the bank of mexico and and all that that those hot tamales are rolling in so (laughs) um it's actually two things here if i can jump in with this first off the idea that mexico is eventually over the years going to pay for the wall because of this new trade deal is ridiculous because neither canada nor mexico would have signed a deal knowing going into it that they were getting shafted Mm-hmm. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. First of all, let's let's get something straight about tariffs. We fucking pay the tariff. Oh right. yeah. If I buy if I buy a washing machine that he put a fucking tariff on that came from Mexico, yeah, I paid for that. I did. That's the same thing that he says about China. China's paying tariffs. So you're no, taxing China is not paying ta- tariffs. No. People in right. China are paying the tariffs. And 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 but, we're paying the tariff on the stuff coming from China. Right. Which by the way includes his suits and ties. Well, yeah. yes. No, no. The, the second, the second part of this thing, and uh, going forward, I really think it's important to bring up the point that it's not just that Mexico was going to pay for the wall. Mexico was going to pay for a concrete wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I he's just, talking oh, about way, steel. I put a pin on that. One, do you know there's not a single inch of concrete on the southern border? None. <sighs> Zero. Oh, I, I did not know this. It's all fence. It's all fencing. Mm-hmm. A well, natural barrier. Yeah, and and he was bragging on how you know he oh he single handedly brought back the steel industry and everything. Well, you fucked everything up with the tariffs too. You know, yeah. I mean, it, you, you you know, uh, it's going to be harder to export our steel now. Um, and uh, and and shit, we're still building. You know, how much? fucking chinese steel did you use in the construction all your bullshit buildings trump um you know that's been a a contentious thing for a long Mm -hmm. time but um but now now this is one really good point one one ugly little twist to all this is um uh republican um congressman uh brady what's his first name Kevin Brady from oh, yeah. Texas. Kevin that Brady, ugly yeah. nutsack of a man looks like fucking Don Rickles shit him out on a, a Sunday of eating kielbasa. Actually, actually, he's he's Uncle Fester. Yeah, yeah. So, or or possibly that Don Rickles shit him out after eating kielbasa all Sunday, um, and cabbage, um, and um, oh, God. And uh, so he said he was in went on to Fox News. It took a little sage wisdom from Texas on to Fox News and said uh, oh. he don't care if Democrats call Trump's wall a gender-neutral palisade as long as they can agree to additional funding for border security. A general neutral neutral palisade. Palis- yeah. Uh, okay. A gender-neutral palisade. Yes, that's that what he, he makes it, 
No, no, no. Well, here, here's the thing. Here's the fucking thing about this. Is we don't care. We're calling it the wall. And most importantly, we're calling it the wall that Mexico's supposed to pay for. That's what yeah. we're calling it. And we're going to keep reminding people, you're the people who said fucking artistic slats. You're the ones who said see-through fence. You're the ones who said see-through wall. You're the ones who said concrete. You're the ones who said steel. You're the ones who changed the fucking, you know, or no, well, we just wanted border security. Oh, just border security. Okay. Lindsey Graham is the one who said it's metaphorical. Security? Yeah. Yeah. So... So you know we're what? not. Lindsay we don't. Metaphorical. So so you're you're fucking condescending little bullshit and calling it gender neutral is you know you're trying to you know oh well you know no 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 fuck you Mexico is going to pay for it not our fucking tax dollars the Trump cult voted for that we're holding their fucking feet to the fire and another thing I want to say to the stump dumb Trump cultists out there you dumb motherfuckers is you know I, I saw these, these comments <laughs> I saw these comments today where you know the they, they posted the new debt however many trillion you know octillion that Trump's put it up to. All right, I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge debt hawk. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be the person who's you know saying, "Well, we're gonna have to tell our great 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 grandchildren about how they're gonna have to pay this off." How do you explain that to your children that they're going to be paying for this for the rest of their lives? You know, all the teabagger talking points and everything. All of them, they all freaked out under Obama and spending. Oh my God, the debt! Oh, it's the death of America! Uh All right, they all cried about it, and then these dirty pricks over on discuss yes that's right i know i should never ever go to this place ladies and germs because i get so worked up but i'm excitedly worked up i'm excitedly worked hive up. of scum and villains. they were like oh so why all of a sudden did the liberals or libtards care about debt they didn't seem to care about it under obama at all oh, thanks obama yeah they didn't care then <laughs> their hypocrisy's showing no, no, no. no you no. do not get to put your hypocrisy on us. Let me lay out a couple facts here. You bitched oh and moaned and you cried about it. You cried about the debt. You wept about the debt. It was so terrible. It was destroying the country. And Obama was going to destroy the country. And it was so terrible. And now all of a sudden, you're, you're pivoting and saying, Oh, you liberals, why do you care about this now? No, why did you care about it then? If it doesn't fucking matter now. That's the that's it right there. It's it's the same thing with that's, that's it's the same thing with Clinton. It's a, it's the Luke same thing. Pence cracked in his ass. Yeah, it's it's the same thing with Bill Clinton. They're like, oh, you didn't care about Bill Clinton's affairs. Why do you care about Trump's now? No, you cared about Bill Clinton's affairs. I right. did on a personal level, but I didn't want to see him impeached over it. Mark Sanford cared. Yeah, I've, he shit. said anybody that immoral shouldn't be in public office. I know, so hmm. it's it just you know, it's it's not our fucking hypocrisy. It's us pointing out yours. It's kind of like how you're racist, and when we point out you being racist, you call us racist. It's so yeah, dumb. Clinton was, the, you, Clinton the, was being impeached. Uh, who who was Newt Gingrich banging on a couch in his office? Their oh, little Callista, pe- Callista, who happens to now be the ambassador to the Vatican. Oh, I you know, see. You know, I, I see. So this is okay. So so you know, I basically, basically the the debt. And Kat has it right. She doesn't. She says, "I don't give a shit about the debt. I give a shit about what we accumulate. Uh, we accumulate accumulate debt by wasting fucking money on." 
And that's that's a good thing. And here's the thing. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect your children. You don't have to tell your you don't have to, you know, write epic, you know, you know, ballads to your great great grandchildren about how sorry I did nothing and now you have to pay for my mistakes because I couldn't impeach the black man. You know, you know, you know who you know who famously said debt is a good thing? Ronald I'm Reagan. Quoting. No. No. Wait, who Dick, who Dick Cheney. Dick yes. Cheney. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yes, right. Dick Cheney. He, so. he said, and I quote, debt is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. He did. Go see Vice, by the way, everybody. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> anyway. We, but, but, yeah. You so, know, the thing is, is they don't, you know, the people who you were speaking of do not understand the difference anything. between the debt and the deficit. Mm-hmm. And they don't even want to talk about the fucking deficit under this administration. No. But the deficit contributes to the debt. You know, I mean, again, again, these are all people who complained about it for eight years with Obama, and now all of a sudden they got nothing to say about it. I'm not, I'm, I'm just saying, what happened? You know, <laughs> that's all I'm saying is, yeah. hey, you know, hey, what happened? Well, you know, there was, there, was an interesting, <laughs> there was an interesting article I read yesterday. And it, this goes back, they said, like, to... Uh, to Ronald Reagan, okay. The Republicans made a concerted effort, and it was a conscientious scheme. It was a, it was a, a, a the way they planned it out is that you cut taxes, you deregulate, you cut taxes, you cause debt, so that when the Democrats ultimately and inevitably come back to power, you blame them for the debt. And then say we have to cut the debt by cutting social programs. Mm-hmm. This is not a mistake. No, this right. is their tactic. No, Modus operandi. And trust me, if a tw- in 2020 we get a, a president who is de- a Democrat, and and a Congress that is both houses are Democrat, I'm telling you, they're going to try to f- sp- uh, pass social programs, increase taxes, and they're going to say, "See, tax and spend." Cat is right. Right. Cat is right. What she said there. It's not the debt. The debt is a good thing. It's how we spend the money that we borrow. Yeah. Right. And and again, to to you know to any you know little pea brain Trump called us out there. Let's put a little butter on your pea brain right there. No, we're just talking about what you all the shit you said. We're not complaining about it. We're not complaining about debt. Isn't going to fucking affect me. You know, it, it's actually oh. it's going to spur growth. You know, so so That's fuck like you. When they say we're hypocritical about sexual, uh, 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 you know, misconduct. No, we're not because we don't give a fuck. No, you don't want to give a fuck. Yeah, but you know, okay. or they say, oh, look at you, dirty liberals. You you know, you you have people like you know who who sexually assault people. Yeah, and guess what? We hold them accountable. You put them in the White House. Look, I don't <laughs> give a shit where 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 Donald Trump stuck his mushroom. Okay, I don't yeah. care. Ugh. I just don't want to eat that mushroom. <laughs> but when, I, but when you, nope. but, but when you bashed bashed Bill Clinton and you know and other other Democrats for 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 what they call sexual misconduct, that was none of your business. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not pointing out Donald Trump's sexual sexual misconduct. I'm pointing out your hypocrisy. Yeah, it's always that. Out. It's always that. In in these dumb these these idiots again the stump dumb Trump cultists they 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 just there's no fucking circular logic 
it's like, you know, it starts to go around the circle, but then, you know, there's like a rusty spot on it. And then the thought just kind of falls in the dirt. And they're like, that's where it stays. <laughs> well, what is dumber than supply side economics? Where, who, in what economy yeah, do you well, have a theory that the more stuff you make, the more people that will buy it? Well, then why yeah. don't they make 300 billion cars a year? Yeah. That, well, there's already more not, cars than people. You, there's more cell phones snuggies. than people. There's more guns than people. I mean, there's more stuff in this world than people. I mean, I have a lot of the yeah. stuff, but not not that much. But so. everybody <laughs> knows you don't just make shit. Yeah. And the more shit you make, the more people will buy. People no. don't buy your shit if they can't afford it. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, uh, we we really got to go to the break because Bobber's going to be waiting mm-hmm. for us. The break. The break on <laughs> Turn Up the Night. Oh, Time to change. Um, so time to break. All right, break time. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Oh, grab me a blizzard snowflake. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, my cat's made a bunch of poop on the break. We're rich now. We'll just sell that. <laughs> welcome back. Supply side cat economics. Uh, welcome okay. back to the program. Uh, Joe Santor says, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Hello, sir. See, prove my point. And produce it until you needed it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Hi. I fully endorse catonomics. Yeah, there we go. Catonomics. Uh, and is, is Bobber here too? Bobber, are you there with us? 
He said he should be. He said in the chat room. He says my laptop rebooted as soon as I answered, but it still shows him on the call, oh. which is weird. So oh, I don't <sighs> know. Um. Anyway, he'll be here eventually. Yeah, we'll just see if it. We'll just leave him in there. He should be able to join in if if uh, I uh, unless see. Here's he's the thing: a couple there. of weeks ago, he had to um send his computer into back to Dell. Oh, and so. And so he doesn't have his regular computer. Well, there's his problem. He has a Dell. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not even going there. I'm sorry. I won't but, say uh, anything. No, uh, it's just, it sucks. It's just been a thing. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I think I should probably remove him from the group b- because it, it's showing he's there. So it might actually be frozen when he tries to come back. So, um, yeah, so that would, that's probably the best thing to do, but, um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, these, these knuckleheads, man, I I mean, just the, the, the fact that they can't identify their racism, they can't identify their sexism, they can't identify their homophobia, they can't identify their Islamophobia, their racism, their hypocrisy, uh, you know, their misogyny, they, you know, they can't identify any of that. And they always try and project it on us. Well, Robert Byrd was a member of the Klan. The Klan was founded by Democrats. Yes. And then the Southern strategy happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> did, did Robert Byrd ever run for president like David Duke? Uh, no. Did, did uh, oh. David Duke uh, endorse Donald Trump while still being a white supremacist? Yes. Yes. I mean, I saw, you know, I'm you know, so... I, I just would love, honestly, as we have this discussion, mm-hmm. I, I, one of the things that exhausts me, it, it, it's, it is the hypocrisy, but what does actually exhaust me is that they cannot talk policy. There are so many, I have maybe two or three friends good friends where I can actually discuss our differences of policy mm-hmm. and we're friends we're like real life I hug you, I love you you're mm-hmm. in my circle of but there are so many people out there who, alright, if you if you want to have a debate, let's have a debate about policy sure and it, it seems like not, not one damn Trumper and, and e- very few Republicans can have actual policy discussions without bringing it into the same the things that we're talking about tonight. Oh, the mm-hmm. Muslims. Oh, the gays. Oh, the hip. You know, you did this first, and all this crap. That's not policy. See, I mean, what Joe brought up earlier about supply side economics, that is policy. And and before we went to the break, when that conversation was happening, I thought, I wonder how many people even understood what we were talking about. And when I say how many people, I'm not talking about the people in the chat room, and I'm not talking about our regular listeners. I'm talking about people who consider themselves conservative, Republican, or Trumpian. Mm-hmm. They don't under they don't know they they they've they have lost the idea of how to discuss policy. They don't care. They don't care about policy. No. What they yeah. see in Donald Trump is the guy that that. G- will go they're the it's the Sarah Susan Sarandons of the world the Susan Sarandons of the world want you know they're they're, they're like the joker they want to see the world fucking burn mm-hmm. just for the sake of oh. burning it down and he is doing what they want 
He's burning it all down. Yeah. Or at least he's giving it a good shot. Okay? And that's all they want. That's all you have to understand about fucking Trumpers. Mm -hmm. All they want to see is disruption. They don't care about lies. They don't even care about that fucking wall. All they care about is that he shut down the government. He's disrupting everything. He's ruining our, our, our alliances with the world. And that's all they care about. He's burning it down. And they want it burned down. That's all you have to understand about these people. Yeah, because there's no fucking logic here. Well, in, there's no in, policy. They don't care about policy, supply side, demand side. They don't well, give a shit. Well, you want to know what, what what the big problem is in in, in it, with these sending Trump Joe a big hug right now. Yeah, by the me way. too. Me too. Um, monster hug. Um, I'll choke you out. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so <laughs> um, uh, not a bear hug. That would be rude. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so what the problem is with these folks, I'm sorry, I was putting my shoes on. I could just, I distracted myself. (laughs) (laughs) The the problem with these knuckleheads is that they want to see everything burned down. I think because they're so jaded with their own personal lives and what they see in Washington, D.C., is a lot of the the showboating and the and you know and some of it's on on the on the left, but most of it's on the right. It's all this hyperbole about how this is going wrong and that's going wrong and these people are taking your jobs and and you know and and they're getting mixed messages from the GOP on whether war is good or war is bad, um, you know and and. and and so basically they're saying, yeah, okay, just burn it all down and then start doing something for me. Well, guess what? They're not going to start doing something for you. They're never going to start doing yeah. something for you. If we can get into a rational, progressive, liberal path, which America is a progressive, liberal, uh, uh, you know, um, secular society. We are, and you reap the rewards from it every day with a healthy dose of socialism every step of the way, you dumb fuckers. Yeah. You know, we, we are a melting pot, not only of nationalities and, and races and religions, um, or ethnicities, I should say, not races, because there's only one race. The great race. No, um, that, that, <laughs> that stupid show. Um, but, uh, the, you know, we're also a melting pot of political ideologies. I mean, we're not a pure republic. We're not a pure democracy. We're not a pure anything. You know, there, if it wasn't for socialism, I'm not even going, going to go through the litany. If people don't know what socialist aspects that they're, they're reaping from this, uh, you know, society right now, you know, whether it's infrastructure, roads, fire, police, water, blah, 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 blah. schools, you know, I said I wasn't going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And um, <laughs> I partially did it. I partially did it. You know, if, if you've gotten, yeah, if you've gotten this far without understanding the socialist benefits of the commons, then you are just, you're just too fucking stupid to live. I'm sorry. You're not smart. I'm smart. No, you're not. You're just a fucking fraud. I think it just, I think there's a big part of this, of our population, be it the Susan Sarandons or the Trumpians or, um, the Bernie bots, uh, the know, Bernie bros, the the Stein, yeah, the Franken, yeah. the Franken Jill Steins. 
So. And, and, and the, the Atwaterites from the, the 80s. Oh, Jesus God. Uh, yeah, I, you can't forget Atwater, but it's just, there is such a big part of our population that has become really selfish. And it, it really, it, it will always bother me that mm-hmm. um, selfishness is not a left or right thing. It's, no. it's really bipartisan. I, I will you say know? that. I've been a very selfish person at times in my life. I'm not going to lie. There's nothing wrong with being. There's here's here's the thing. I am. I don't have a problem with people being personally selfish no. to make sure that they can maintain their own um, sanity, their own personal health. Um, just happiness. If it, if you know, it, it it was very selfish for me to say that I need to cut certain people out of my life. Mm-hmm. That's a personal thing, but. Somehow, selfishness has entered our political discourse. Yeah. And that's, it's become really invasive and, and almost malignant. Um, and just to turn it into something really happy, seeing seeing Nancy Pelosi becoming the leader of the, the House yesterday and seeing all of the happiness there in the House, you see, those are people who, that's what we need more of. We need yes. more people in our representative government to say, I represent you, yeah. regardless of where I may personally stand. When, you, my yeah. constituents, sent me here to Washington, D.C., and I'm going to represent you. And to go back to Congressman, we're going to impeach the motherfucker. She campaigned on that. Her constituents know that she campaigned on you send me to Washington and I'm going to lead the charge of impeaching Donald Trump. So you can you can knock her and say I don't like what she said, but her constituents they elected her in her district for that. Mhm. So Yeah. I'm trying just, to get uh, Bobbers has still having issues. I'm trying to get him to just call the the phone line so he can join in because we're definitely going to need him for the game tonight. Um, but, but, uh, so that's an option. If he wants to wait till after the break, he can. Um, but you know, and, and another thing about the Pelosi thing, how amazing was that? Um, where, when she was sworn in that she invited every last kid that was there, all of them, all of them, I lost, I, I'm, I'm menopausal and I felt like I had an ovary. I felt like I had one last egg. I was crying so hard. I felt so maternal at that point. Trump would have told those uh, kids Santa Claus was dead. Trump would have yeah. put those kids in a cage. Yeah. Yes. Really. <laughs> what are yes. they brown? Why are there brown ones? They're brown ones here. I mean, and and did you did you guys watch the next part where you know she said okay, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna swear in all all of our new congressional people and yeah. you know if. Do you guys want to go back to your parents? And there was one kid who was like, "No, no, I want I want to stay on TV." Sure. <laughs> yes, I want to be a star. Like, yeah. There was a mother who was like, "No, he's got to come back over here. I want him here." It was Get such a here. woman thing. Yeah, it was such a. I just I loved it. I it I was, amazing. was amazing. It was it was it was absolutely a a, a, a woman mom thing but it was so very human you know and and women 
fortunately, fortunate women fortunately show are, are, are much much better at, at, at being human in many cases than men. I will say that hands down. Um, I'll tell you what I'm waiting for. What's that? The state of the union. The state of the union message. Oh, the shard of the union. Oh, when God. Did, when Nancy Pelosi is sitting behind him. Oh, that's going to be great. Uh, and next you know what? to Pence. I know what Pence will be saying. Help! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Pelosi will be sitting next to Pence. I wonder if Mother has to come but Yeah, up. that's what uh-huh. I'm wondering. Dude. Uh-huh. Uh, it, sit, sit between them. You, you, she should just lean over and say, uh, uh, you know, you remember what Kristen Cinema said, D- "Does that apply here?" Um, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Maybe she'll make little little faces about Trump when when he's talking. You know, this is actually the when uh, uh, one time um, Pence accidentally uh, ate some wasabi, and that's the same noise he made too. Um, so, actually, he, that happened when he ate the spicy mayonnaise. Which is just regular mayonnaise. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, this cauliflower is spicy. Sorry. There's, um, so so anyway, um, and, and another important thing we need to talk about um, was uh, Trey Gowdy. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Trey Gowdy uh, looks like he, he found a mix and don't match special at Men's Warehouse from the Emmett Kelly collection. Um, and, <laughs> uh, Did you see the sign next to him that says members only? I members thought. only. Yeah. Members only. Really? <laughs> I, I, oh, when man. I saw that sign, I was like, yeah, that jacket went out of style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, pajamas. Yeah. I mean, seriously, he had two mismatched. He had a, a plaid shirt with a plaid suit. It didn't look good together. Did Glenn Beck sell you that? Tie. A hot pink un- untied tie. And, but his pants were also really big. Yeah. Baggy. Yeah. Like he, That's Possibly he gouted in them. Nate. I don't know, man. Maybe that's... Do you guys think that he like had a couple? He uh, borrowed them. <laughs> he might have borrowed the pants, but yeah, maybe that's where he keeps all his uh, interchangeable hair pieces in in his pants. And it's like a you know, it's like Batman's utility belt. He you know he's got I instead think of. He was, I think he was hiding all those subpoenas that he didn't get to send. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you go. It huh? really was the saddest picture. That to yeah. me. That to me, that picture was, yep, that's. Hey, check it out. I hit a mixed and don't match sale at Men's Warehouse in the Emmett Kelly collection. You know, uh, I hear the best part. I got another suit just like this one hanging in the closet. <laughs> oh, and guess what, everybody? Hey, guess who's here? The Braumeister. <laughs> and we got to add that other clip. Hi, Bob. <laughs> you're, just Hi, Bob. In t- you're just in time for the break. Uh, yay! <laughs> you're a little... Yeah, you're coming in a little... I apologize for the crappy sound, but I'm using my uh, earbuds on my cell oh, okay. phone through Skype. Oh, there you go. You're coming in a little hot, so you can probably keep your phone away from me a little bit more. Um, 
Those them speakers are pretty hot on them phones. Um, but uh, how They're you know? They're not them? as hot as Trey Gowdy's pink tie and plaid oh, suit. Herpa doodle doo, mismatched plaids. Uh, that was his picture for Match.com. Oh, oh mismatch.com. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, was a, it was a new suit from the Trump collection. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, uh, I, it's I'm trying designed to, to be baggy. Hold on, oh. no, no. It, you know what? You're right. It was it was prison stripes with plaid slats. Oh, with uh, oh artistic slats. Oh, oh slats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so there you go. Uh, it's from the Ivanka collection. Ooh, uh, pre-sharded for your convenience. Yeah. Jesus, Pre stains. Pre stains. Oh, you don't want <laughs> to buy. Like, like... You don't want to buy those. Oh my! What the mistake of the maker? No. Uh, <laughs> 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 Oops. Oops! Hey, Bob. That's, that's, oh, that's that's the name of the the, the uh, that's the uh, name of the uh, uh, designer jeans he wears. Oops! Oops! Yeah. All right, uh, Rain. What were you going to ask, Bob? I was just gonna, I was just flirting with him. Oh, so Trey Gowdy or Bobber? Bob. Yeah. Oh. Why would I flirt with Trey Gowdy? You never know. Literally, when you said. I look at him and I feel like he's wearing the "Oops, I crap my pants" diapers underneath that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's it. Dad posted the picture in the chat. Thank you, and and Susan said, "LOL, uh, plaid on plaid action." That picture deserves a Pulitzer. Nobody wants to talk about plaid on plaid crime oh you know what it is i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna thank trey gowdy right now because i just realized you know how we actually uh came to the idea of doing our own version of what's my line aka who goes there um Mm -hmm. is i showed susan and i told her my joke i said it's like he found a mix and dump match sale at men's warehouse in the emmett (laughs) kelly collection and and she's like i don't get it and I'm like, oh, okay, so it, now I'm officially older than you and we're the same age. I know who Emmett Kelly is and you don't. Um, so so I looked, I went to YouTube and I Googled, uh, I, I looked up uh, uh, Emmett Kelly. I didn't Google it because it was on YouTube. What are you throwing around? Uh, so, <laughs> is, that a, is that a legs egg you're throwing around? That's what it sounds like, big hollow egg. Um, but she, uh, uh, she's like, I don't know who Emmett Kelly is. So I search and there we go. Emmett Kelly on what's my line. And, and I showed her that. And then we kept watching what's my line. I was like, you know, this wouldn't be a half bad idea to do on the show. So thank you, Trey Gowdy for your sad little walk of shame in your bullshit <laughs> suit for giving us a new segment on the show. <laughs> What do you know? I don't know. I, I look at that picture and I think it's the head tilt. It's the it's downward the, uh, look. Tilt. It's yeah. It's, it's like the two-day two beard. It looks dun, like the dun. walk of shame after you spent a weekend at a frat house. Hello, darkness. Oh, well, several years in there several go. years in Congress. Yeah. Like that. yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, so there we go. We, that's, that's, uh, the, thank you, Trey Gowdy for the inspiration, but we do have to go to the break. Um, and when we come back, we'll get into name calling. We'll try and take a couple calls, but we got to go to our, our, our next break before the top of the hour real sharp because our special secret guest will be lying in wait for me to give a call at, uh, 
905 uh, sharp. So um, I sure hope I told him the right time. Oh, it's a him. Yeah, um, I was well, you'll know that when that's, you that's when one you hear. Question we don't have to ask. You'll know that when you hear the voice. So um, I just need to make sure that uh, I, I because uh, I'm translating uh, time zones. So let me make sure I don't have to drop him a line real quick. Don't um, say anything more. Shoot. So uh, it's another it's hint. Eastern, so. Oh, never mind. Uh, so anyway, let me uh, let me run to the break. <laughs> And uh, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll be right back after this. I'll get in touch with our guest and I'll straighten things out. So anyway, hang tight. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night. Uh, forthwith. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, It's your name 
could kiss you in the mouth. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Bullshit. Fucking pussy. Motherfuckers. Oh, nothing but class in the White House. Uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, joining us as always on the show, uh, Mr. Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, Joe. Did Sharky eat your the toilet again? No, 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 no. I was <laughs> muted. <laughs> uh, but I, I'll tell you what, though. You talk about Emma Kelly. You know, Bob's uh, father trained Emma Kelly's little dog. Oh, that's cool. Oh, wow. So, yeah. No, it, I feel bad. Susan was like, you make me feel dumb for not knowing who Emmett Kelly is. I'm like, no, you make me feel old for knowing who he is. <laughs> no, she shouldn't feel dumb. No. Well, Bob, was, Bob was 10 years old when he met him. Wow. So that would have been around 1951. Yeah. And no, no. And don't, Susan, it, there's so no requirement. There's no intelligence requirement for knowing who Emmett Kelly is. So. Uh, oh, there's uh, a lot of people that you guys talk ago. about. There's a lot of people that you guys talk about regarding some of the movies and the yeah. I don't know the science fiction and the things and the flavor. I'm I have no clue. So yeah, I mean seriously, you don't know who an old scary clown is. All right, it's <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> he wasn't so, scary. I know he wasn't he scary. He was I know. Depressed. I know. So yeah, was, um, was Susan, Susan was also like, why do why do people laugh at him for being sad? That's mean. <laughs> See, this is where I'm with Susan because yeah. he was, was a sad, sad it was clown. Called pathos, yeah, pathos. Yeah, yeah, that's still. So, um, uh, remember Red Skelton? He used to do that. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I I always found that not very funny. So I'm with Susan on this. I'm on Team Suze. Uh, there you go. Uh, so anyway, and of course, uh, Der Braumeister, uh, Bobber, Washington, D.C., for Freedom's blog, joining us as always. Yeah, that was him crinkling everybody. He can't mute his phone. Yeah, it's, uh, unfortunate. Sorry. A series of unfortunate clicks. 
Uh, so <laughs> that's all right. Don't worry a series about it. Series of unfortunate computer purchases. Oops. Uh, well, the, the laptop really? is like is, is an old laptop from a company I worked for that went out of business, and no. you know they went out of business, and I just never gave it back because you know ah Oops. there's nobody to give it back to. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, so, all right. And uh, last but certainly not least, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Our girl Friday. Are you ready to do some name calling? I sure am, sir. All right, here we go. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. We got a real mixed bag of clown reactions in the chat room right now. (laughs) (laughs) Clowns, I I have found that clowns are quite controversial. Yeah, I I remember Claire Bell from Howdy Doody reruns and Bozo from, uh, what was Bozo on? He was Bozo. Yeah, he just had his own show, that's right. Clarabelle so, turned out to be Mr. Uh, Captain, uh, Kangaroo. Captain Kangaroo. Bob Keisha. Sure. Bob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. And Grover now I'm, says fuck. What? <laughs> and Grover now says fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mr. Moose hmm. said uh, said mf'er one time. Uh, so. No, he did not, Mr. Moose. <laughs> That was grandfather clock said that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Mr. Green Jeans, maybe? Uh, uh, no, never. Oh, no. Grandfather never. clock. They used to wake him up, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. Clock. Oh, who the fuck's waking me up? Zoobly <laughs> Zoo. Now, that one, that was... Uh, or, no, no. New 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 Zoo Review. That was terrible. That that gave me nightmares as a kid. With Henrietta, Henrietta Hippo and the owl guy. It was terrifying. Uh, but anyway... Uh, Rain, it is your like time I to said, shine. Clowns are quite controversial. Yeah. So, all right, Rain, who's out there in Chatland with us tonight? So, in Chatland, in Chatland, we have Congressman Motherfucker. No, we don't. I just like saying that. <laughs> um, we have Balua. We have Barbara DC. We have Clinster. We have Francie. We have Grammy Lee. We have Heather. We have Jake Collie. We have Kat. We have Kenny Pick. We have Ken Senior. Hello, Dad. We have Marnus, who is not in my basement, nor is his best friend, the clown. Be a clown, mm. be a clown. <laughs> we have Meow Goodness, we have Michelle in South Florida, we have Moon Mare, President, myself, Scooter Cans, Suze. I'm on Team Suze, but yeah. um, Tim Cornwall, Trojan Rabbit, and earlier we had Sandy and Durwood. That's right. So, so we it, have a lovely, lovely, we have a very handsome chat room tonight. Okay, so Grammy uh, said it, it was before John Wayne Gacy, so that's why he, you know, that's why clowns scare him now. And of course, he says he was a fan of the News Review. That was terrifying. It's the News <laughs> Review. We're coming to fuck you. So, <laughs> <Was that a laughs> <laughs> <laughs> what's that? 
Was the New Zoo Review a Hanna Barbera production? No, it was. It was fucking. It, it wasn't even good enough to be um, a freaking. Um, uh, oh God, what was it? Uh, Croft Brothers. <laughs> it was like. It was like. It was like bargain basement. Uh, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters or or Banana Splits. Um, oh. Okay. Well. Oh. So they gross were like and the weird. Tel- they were like the Teletubbies of the. Uh, and by the way, I'm with Cat. I loved One Drama. I don't know that One Drama. I've never heard of it. One Drama. All right, we'll never have to discuss this on another show. Well, yeah, I mean, we could. It doesn't matter. We we got a lot of politics out of the way, and you know, and it drove me a little bonkers. But I was I was actually passionately, happily mad about a lot of that stuff if that makes any sense just because it's things that i've been wanting to like yell out all day and i did um no but, i'm uh, glad that we did this i know yeah. you had mentioned about talking about the year and review and it's you know it's it's 2020 ken yeah really it's, t- it's time <laughs> to let 2018 go well it's actually it, it is 2019 <laughs> still but um yeah hey, i'm man. I'm done. Uh, I'm done with the uh, reviews there, uh, or the, the the recap, whatever. Uh, so uh, we we can take uh, one or two calls, but I'm gonna cut you off real sharp. So don't call real late. If you want to call three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six, and if I answer and I'm not talking to you, that means I'm just talking to the first person who called in. Um, but uh, yeah, because we we're we're gonna do this game. I'm very excited about it. I, I talked to our guest and. Uh, Gave them the correct time. And hopefully I didn't give away too many hints already. That'll teach me. Uh-huh. That'll teach me. But it's all right. Growing pains, everybody. I just oh, need to... Oh, come on, man. Is it Kurt Cameron? It's Little Jeff! No, it's not. <laughs> uh, no. Growing pains, Kurt Cameron. Yeah, I yeah. Have you ever? Have you ever? Yeah, it was a long way around. Touched a banana inappropriately with a man named Ray. Um, <laughs> yes. A banana, an atheist nightmare. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a nightmare for atheists. Look, it's got a pull tab so it doesn't squirt out in your face. Oh, Jesus, these are crazy people. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, I, I don't know, Bobbert, uh, uh, oh, here we got Grimmy. I think he's going to call on bash clowns and talk about how awesome the new zoo review is. So, uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Grimmy, uh, welcome to the program, sir. Welcome. Thank you. So what, what would you like uh, to discuss Grimmy? <clears throat> I'm, I'm rushing to, uh, defend the new zoo review. You're defending it, running into the defense. Oh, can you hang on one second? Because uh, uh, sure. uh, Baylua has a birthday. So, uh, Baylua, happy birthday. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. Happy birthday, Bay, uh, and uh, many happy returns to you in the new year. Uh, but all right, so the new zoo review, you're calling to defend this creepy 
AF children's show from the 70s? It wasn't creepy. It was fine. Oh, it was so creepy. (laughs) Giant overstuffed (laughs) pantyhose-looking costumes that they had, and you could see the weird wrinkles, and their knees looked all strange and inverted. Ah! Ah! Wow. Like, I had three fingers. Huh? What were you looking at? Joe was cute. Oh, well, I don't remember the humans. I was too scarred by the the puppet costumes. (laughs) My goodness. (laughs) You didn't like the hippo? You didn't like the hippo? Henrietta Hippo? Are you kidding me? (laughs) That was my favorite. Oh, my God. You were way too old to be watching that. She was my teacher in seventh grade. You were way too old to be watching that, Joe. Um, Oh, I was laughing in the background. (laughs) I was a That's Francie. She's 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 holding on for her her uh, time. Talk about clowns. I had and a thing. I had a thing Henrietta. I'm sorry. I, I had a thing. And she had this awful southern accent and always waved around a handkerchief. Yeah. Wow, Kenny. I sometimes I. There's wow. nothing like a southern rhino. Uh, it's something. Hippo. Hippo. Well, a southern rhino is better than a southern dino. A, a rhino is a battle yep. unicorn. Uh, what were you saying, uh, Grimmy? Never, never be ashamed of your love, Joe. I'm not. <laughs> I am not. You're just, you're just, you're just rhino shaming me now. Oh, it, see. It, it's shocking. I, it, I, I'm, I don't even recognize this, this side of Kenny. Jesus, I was, happening? I was rhino <laughs> curious. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Except wow. she wasn't a rhino; she was a hippo. Oh, well, okay, it, I was hypocrite. Yeah, what do you I, keep I going know. on with the rhino thing? I didn't even know what I was. What? I was searching for myself back what then. What is happening? Did you make her strap on a horn? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, a horn, though. <laughs> oh, a rhinopotamus. Um, right. Yeah. Just I don't, as long as they're not hungry, hungry hippos, you're fine. Yeah, yeah well. She had a yeah. vibrating horn. Yeah, hungry. You gotta watch out for the hungry hippos. <laughs> They'll chomp your bones. Oh. They'll eat your bones. <laughs> did did the Nuzu review actually have a clown? No, it just no, had no. people in a- overstuffed animal costumes. There was I don't even We're remember the other clowns. ones. I don't We're remember animals. I don't remember the other animals. I know there was an owl guy, and it was in in he it was it was so weird because. Everything was like over oversized, except he had these scrawny human legs and like tights. And, and like, it was oh, so man. weird. It was so I'm weird. I'm looking at a picture. They also had a frog that looks like Pepe. Oh, the frog had yeah. the skinny. The frog is the one who had the weird skinny legs. No, the owl. Yeah, in the frog's mouth when he talked, it was like it was just so painful to watch. It was so weird. I love the '70s outfits on all the people too. The 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 pastels, like all our appliances were colored that way back in the '70s. Avocado. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's uh, that's I'm, scary stuff. Thank you, Dad. Dad Dad's our our photo hound. You know uh, what? For I'm going to be on. I'm on Grimmy's side here. Grimmy loved it. It didn't hurt anybody. Right. Right. Don't I'm, attack Grimmy's. Uh, I'm uh, pro news. Freddy the Frog. Freddy the Frog. What yeah. was the I mean, owl? Might, what was the owl's name? It might have warped Joe's uh, 
sense of sexuality a little bit, but other than that, what was the owl's name? I I was I was hippo curious, and you're making fun of me. Um, I'm I'm all for freedom. No, no, no. This this is more like an intervention. Congratulations. I. Uh, I didn't mean you, Grammy. I mean Kenny was making fun of me. Oh yeah, yeah. Kenny, Kenny is just being shocking. I I don't, I don't even recognize the side of it. I mean, he's he's ageist too because he said I was too old to be watching this stuff. No, I know. Come on, Kenny. Kenny, can I ask you guys? And and I know, I know, Francie's in the background. Can't win tonight. So, what did you all think of the Magic Garden? The Magic Garden. Oh, that I, I there uh, that was something different. There was a head shop here. Is that what we're calling Trump's press conference today? <laughs> <laughs> the Magic Garden had the the magical Daisy Patch and the pink squirrel. I have oh, no idea what you're talking about. Shit. I got nothing. That's Twilight. All right. See something we could talk that about. That sounds like a shows. creepy. That sounds like a creepy. I mean, that sounds like symbolism to me. And and it when was it comes also to... hosted by two very, very dominant women. Oh, see, when it comes to sexual perversity like that, I need to, uh, I need to turn over that to uh, Joe, who's that's obviously his level of expertise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey. He's oh. not being sarcastic there. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, Grimmy, we got to let you go so we can give Francie a little time before we get to the game. But thanks for calling, brother. Yeah. No problem. All right. Bye, we'll Grimmy. Talk bye, to you bye. soon. Bye. All right. Um, so, Fr- Francie, how's it going? Yes, it's going. Uh, Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy New Year's to you. Hopefully, it'll be. Uh, we'll be get, kicking uh, Trump to the curb. That'd yeah. be wonderful. Um, about the new new zoo review. Uh, I ha- my youngest brother. I'm 17 years older than. Mm-hmm. He used to watch and love the new new zoo review. <laughs> Me, I had to watch him and watch that show, <laughs> and I have. A, Anger, anger issues. Kind of really? like when they watch Barney. Huh. <laughs> so my kids watch that. Of wanting to punch the hell out of them. <laughs> if I ever saw them. But that's just me. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. Me, myself, and I, I'm too old, too jaded. I guess too cynical. I, I don't know. My brother loved that. My kids loved Barney, so mm-hmm. I had to keep my mouth closed and kind of bite my tongue and squeeze a pillow really smash, hard. Smash, <laughs> smash, smash! <laughs> yeah, and you know, when, just let people was, love what they love. When was the Magic yeah. Garden? Was that in the eighties? I don't know. I'm too old for that. I grew up with Captain Kangaroo. Well, um, you know, that kind of stuff. Little Bozo, a little bit, Bozo the Clown. Yeah. One drama, though, that was a New York area yes. show with Sonny Fox, and it was awesome. Awesome. They yeah, did I, Simon Says, and we would stand in front of the boob tube and do Simon Says with uh-huh. him. It was fun. It was a fun. Mm-hmm. And then on Channel 11, they had Chuck McCann did a show, and he re- read the Sunday comics and did put the little white things in his eyes um, when he was reading uh, Little Orphan Annie or whatever. 
That was funny. They showed cartoons, too, like Bugs mm-hmm. Bunny and Looney Tunes and stuff. But those are the Sunday mm-hmm. shows back when yeah, I was. Yeah. Wonderama was on Sundays, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because I remember oh, yeah. that, that Wonderama had one game where, you know, you, you unscrewed a can and sometimes the big, you know, snake spring right. thing came yeah! out. Oh, oh yeah. See? There, there, that was dirty. See, that's foul. <laughs> ah, but, the, but the thing, too, I remember Soupy Sales. Oh yeah. You know when I was a kid. Oh yeah. And Fang and and um oh, Romper Room. Those yeah. are the shows I grew up with. Oh no, it's shows. But it's then the, it's the snake. Yeah. Yeah, that was, <laughs> it wasn't yeah, a snake. well it went it over was, the kid's head. You know, penis phallic <laughs> symbols. Okay. Oh uh, now. Over the line. <laughs> Don't say penis in this house. Uh, Happy birthday, Bellua. He was wishing for um, he was wishing uh, for that word. I'd oh, like to make a wish come true. <laughs> so, 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 Francie, hey, uh, Francie, yes, I, I know you gotta uh, let me go. No, 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 no. I got thing. a question. I got a question for you before I give you your one yes. thing. Okay. Did you didn't you okay. miss? Did you miss the whole wasabi girl thing the other day? Because uh, you weren't here. Have. You weren't here on Tuesday. It's a new kid. No, no. It's a new kid reaction thing. Listen to this. This is a little girl tasting okay. wasabi tasting wasabi for the first time. Wanna try wasabi? Oh. No. You wanna try it? No. Okay. Wasabi. Do, do you wanna try it? Smell it. Wasabi. Smell it first. Wait for it. She's tasting it. Okay. Listen. Help! <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Help! Oh, oh. So. oh and I see Theo said Rocky and Bullwinkle love that. Fractured fairy tales, all of that. Oh, yeah. Natasha and Boris, all of that good but those, stuff. But those oh, kind of had just the adult to bent to them. Give Tim Coromal a plug. Mm. I'm um, going to be on a show Sunday, the 500th episode. Oh, you're so lucky. Yep. That's nice. so cool. Yes, I, I feel so honored. Yes. You know, after all, I am the uh, Ed McMahon of the Tim uh, Carmel show. The Tim Carmel show, yep. Hey-o, I wish yeah, I, I, I would have responded to Sunday. That's going to be fun. I wish Super I would have responded yeah. sooner because I wish I would have responded sooner because I would have loved to be on that show. So yeah, five hundred. Um, How about that? That's what great. a great thing! Big five zero zero. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know what else? You'll what? Have my, you'll have my you'll have my predictions for twenty nineteen. Oh, Ooh. excellent! Excellent. That's yes. going to be great. Yes. And I'm looking forward hey. to your um, game game tonight. I I, oh. I can't wait to. I'm really excited about this. I'm really excited about this. Yes. I have yes. a quick question. If you were the yes. Ed McMahon of the Tim Cormel show, and yes. Joe is doing predictions, does that make him the Karnak? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Who's the Doc? <laughs> who's, who's the Doc Severinsen? Yes. Who's the Doc Severinsen of the show? Yes. So. Uh. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, uh, Laura. Lauren. Lauren. Oh, yeah, Lauren. Oh, yeah, Lauren. Lauren. Oh, All right, Lawrence. well, amen. Yes, Lauren. Amen. Lauren Mary. Uh, uh, yes, yes. yes, absolutely. There you go. We got our yes. um, our we panel. Our, there you go. Well, there you go. Not McMahon. So. No, hey, hey, you know, I'm a big, I'm a big fella. What the hell? <laughs> 
On that note, Francie, happy new year. We love you. We'll talk happy to you later. New okay. Year. Enjoy love the you game. Too. And um I can't wait to hear the game. All right, very good. We'll bye. talk to you soon. Bye bye. Uh so okay, and, and amen to uh amen. you and Tim for the five hundred show. So uh that's great. So yes, I, I totally wasn't on all five hundred though. Well, yeah, but you know, you've been there uh, his stalwart uh, uh sidekick for About two, for some time. Two hundred fifty. <laughs> yeah. So uh, but that's now, pretty impressive. Yeah, that's great. So, uh, anywho, um, yeah, hey, but hey, if anybody cancels between now and then, uh, I'm your fill-in guy. You let me know. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's go to the break so we don't keep our mystery guest waiting. And uh, I'm so scared. I'm gonna say the person's name. I'm so scared. <laughs> if that ever happens, that's totally gonna uh-huh. suck. <laughs> So I just got to get myself psyched up to, 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 you know, put it out of my mind. But anyway, let's go ahead and run to the break. Uh, you guys get your, uh, your questioning brains sharpened. And uh, we'll be right back with uh, our brand new segment, Who Goes There? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. All of us need to stop focusing on the lobbyists and the bloggers and the talking heads on radio and KennyPick.com. Ah, banana oil. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to Turn Up Tonight uh, with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition. We're getting ready to debut our new brand new spanking, brand spanking new game here on IndieMediaWeekly.com, Radio for Humans. And of course, joining me as always on the program, uh, Bobber der Braumeister for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello, sir. Hello. You ready to get into this game, this here game? Sure. Sure. <laughs> and, of course, Joe, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Well, thank you. Is, and, is our guest the fruitcake? Uh, you'll have to wait until our guest is on the line. And, okay. last but not least, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program. Rain? Hello? Hi. All right, welcome back. All right, so here yeah, we go. Here. We're we're ringing up our uh, very first contestant in, in this here game, and uh, you will know him as Jack. You have 
can only get 15. Uh, well, well, we'll get Jack on the line. Jack, are you there with us? I am here. Hello. How are you doing tonight? Doing very well. Thanks for calling, Jack, or, well, letting me call you in being part of the game. We have a brand-new jingle that I just made last night, so let's go ahead and uh, get into the jingle, and then I'll lay out the rules. Well, who's this? Person of some importance, as I believe. Ah, you represent Earth's best, then. We don't know who you are, but... What was your name again? Who the hell is that? You know who you are. Ain't nobody gonna change that. Just don't have your name on Look, it! Look, I don't really know what it is that you do here, nor do I give a shit. Who the it's hell well. are they? Who is doing this and how? I'm afraid. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Say my name. I don't know the name. I can't remember the name, but it's very nice. Which question would you like me to answer? Who goes there? Yes, who goes there? That's the name of the game, and that's you need to find out who the individual is we're speaking to on the line tonight. So this is how it's gonna go. I'm gonna we're gonna start with Joe. We'll go uh, we'll go Joe Rain Bob for the questions tonight, and um, you you can ask as many questions as you like until Jack tells you no. Okay, so but they're basically you're asking yes or no questions. So. Uh, everybody comfortable with the rules? If, if you, if you guess who Jack is before, um, you know, uh, we're looking for, you know, uh, a, 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 a title, not necessarily Jack's name. Um, but, uh, so title? well, title. yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, what, I'm saying in the, in the sense of what Jack does. Right, oh, okay. you know what I mean. So, like I said uh, before, occupation. like occupation. like judo instructor, ca you know, cafeteria cook, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> okay. Something, okay. Something, something like that. So, uh, okay, so I, have, I have one more question. Yeah. So, if I ask a question and and he says no, does that mean I can't answer or ask any more it, questions? It, it goes on to the next person. It goes on to the next person. So, okay. Right. So, okay. So, so that's that's how it goes. So, Kenny uh, turns over a five dollar. Yes. <laughs> well, we don't have that option on the show, <laughs> but uh, it, but I will be the arbiter of certain questions, and and I will uh, uh, flesh out if 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 there's a yes in or a no, and there needs to be a little bit of speci specificity added to it. I will be the arbiter of that as we go. So, all right. So, uh, Joe, you go first. Uh, ask Jack okay. your as many questions as you want until he says hello, no. Joe. Hi. Um can we hear you on the radio? Sometimes. So is that a yes or a no? Um, I, I would say uh, for our purposes here, I'm going to say that's probably a no. I don't think it, it pertains necessarily to what we're, we're going after. So we're going we're gonna to have to take okay. that as a no, Joe. No. Oh, all right. So Rain? I'm learning the rules as we play. Yeah, that's all right. I am too. <laughs> rain 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 do you live in a there. red state no no <laughs> no so uh okay <laughs> so that's a no so, so bobber <laughs> pretty emphatic wow. bobber uh you got a question for jack here you in the entertainment industry Mm. Yes. Ish. Mm. See, these Ish. are hard questions, especially for yeah. what they're looking for. I, I would say, I would say, for I for yeah, technically you are, but I would say 
for the overall scope of what you do, I don't think that that is what people would commonly think of you as. You know what I mean? So I think it, that that's fair. So now so, I get it. I'm going toward I'm going toward this particular word that we're looking for them to get. I got gotcha. you. No. Yeah, yeah. So so I'm that's tracking now. All right, that's a no. We got three strikes against you guys right now. You have twelve more questions to go. Uh, well, twelve more no's. Uh, so Joe, what's your what's your next question? Would I use your services? Mm. Uh, well, that would depend, though my services would be open to you if you wanted them, so I'm going to say yes. Unless you, uh... Well, I, I would, I would leave it, I would leave it at that. I would say... something about you that I don't. Yeah, I would, I would say, yes, you could. Um, uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm gonna say it's, it's kind of a... It's kind of a maybe, but uh, we'll lean towards yes. So, uh, yeah, you you could use his services. So what you what you do is provide some kind of service. Is that correct? Yes. Keep going, Joe. Yes, that is correct. Okay. So, um, does this service have anything to do with a car? No. No. All right, uh, Rain. You want to pick up on that? Um, no. But I guess I have to. <laughs> no, I'm you the have one to. that says no. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. What's your name? Jack. <laughs> Jack. Jack, are you bossy? Ooh, I am the boss. So. Okay, you're a boss. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I would say we'll say a yes that is that he is the main person in charge, but not necessarily a bossy individual. A bossy, yeah. I'm more of a leader. I get out front and pull. I don't stand out back and yeah, yell. Yeah, there you go. There you much. go. That, that's that's enough. Okay. That, yeah, yeah, that's 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 okay. good amount of information. Um. Are you involved in the musical industry? No. All right. Okay. Bobber. Five strikes. Ten more. Ten more no's. What do you what do you got, Bobber? Are you involved in uh, legal, legal uh the legal industry or, or I can't say I got I can't say legal or politics. Those are two somewhat different things, but um uh do you provide a legal service? Yes. Yes, I do. Oh, yes. Yes, actually, he does. Yes. Mm. But I will say the legal service is not the primary focus of, of the service Correct. Jack provides. So see, I, my name is Jack because I'm a jack of all trades. I do a lot of things. Oh, but see? we're looking for something specific. Yeah. So, so Bobber, you get to follow that up. Okay. Um, hmm. Are you an advisor of sorts? Mm, yes. 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 
Yes. Okay. Um, are you involved in politics? Yes. I would say, though, for the overall okay. the overall thing here, uh, though, I would say that it, it's best to say no on that because that's gonna okay. that's no. gonna that's gonna send them in a, a potential different direction. But uh, I, I'll, does Bob get to ask the question? <clears throat> the question? No, we're no. we're gonna count that no, as a no. We'll just out. say that there is oh. that 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 yes, um, but it, it it he he. He's not a politician, so I'm a difficult one, is what I yeah. am. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, am. and this is good though. This is good though. So, all right. So there's six uh, six strikes. <laughs> uh, back to you, Joe. Next question. Okay, so you are not a politician, but you provide a service that has a legal component to it. Yes. Good. Very good. Yes. Okay. I like how I like how you're breaking it down. Uh-huh. So, oh, you are not a politician, but would a politician use your service? They no. could. They could. They could they? I mean, if the arbiter of the information says that they mm. could, then I'm going to say yes. I would say well, they, I, I, they could. Let me but, be more. Let but, me be more specific. Go ahead. If a pol- not 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 on a human level, but would a politician in the role of politicking or running for office use your <laughs> service? <laughs> for I, I would I would say that is a no for for like you know uh, it, I, I don't know Jack are you in uh, agreement that. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say I agree with that. Yeah, I got uh, seven. Yeah, so so there you go. So there's seven no's. We got eight more to go. Rain, uh, pick up where Joe left off there. Do you work in comedy? <laughs> no. No. Man, I want to say yes. He's a funny guy. Oh, no. I can I can I can attest to that he's a funny guy. Uh, but that would not be part of the core of what uh, what uh, Jack does. Um, all right, so Bobber, go ahead and pick up from there. Um, do you work for a? Um, let's put this: an organization that provides free or low-cost legal advice to people? Mm, I actually do. That is a yes. Mm, uh, but I, I don't I think don't people ha- would traditionally well, think of your organization as something that would provide... I, I just think it, it, on a whole, I think that yes, that, that is something they could do, but I don't think it's the first thing you would think of when you would think of the organization. It, it absolutely isn't the first thing you would think of, and my organization is very, very unique within uh, my field, to be fair. So that's good. So that's good. We're going to give you a no, but you definitely got some good, some extra information there from from Jack. So we're, we're on nine. Got six more to go. Joe, pick up from where Bob left off. Okay. 
would your services be most useful in a particular time of year? No. No. He's a man of all seasons. Um, mm. Rain. <laughs> I tried to even give a little bit of a hint there. Yeah, I know. I saw that. That was very slick. Why, thank you. This is my first time. Yeah, there's time. a lot of disclaimers <laughs> in all of this. Yeah. <laughs> Five more no's to um, go. Yeah. So think think back on what's what's been said. Uh, he he provides a service. Um, Joe could use him. A politician could use him. He does provide a particular legal service. Can potentially you know provide legal advice, but that is not the core of what's going on. And it's something not limited to any particular time of the year. That is broad. Can I? You guys pass? can get it. I have faith. Uh, uh, you you do have faith, don't you? Um, you sure you don't want to? Uh, he. Uh, uh, do you have faith in Rain Jack that she could possibly ask a question? I I personally do. I Jack, don't. I think it's completely unprecedented. I, to Jack has Jack has faith I'm not, in oh, you. Oh, I'm not giving up. I'm asking if I can pass without. Getting a yes or no, I'd like. Uh, yeah, you could, you could pass, you could pass. All right, so, uh, all right, we'll pass it, pass it on to Bobber. Okay. Um, does your advice also extend into the religious or spiritual realm? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. Keep going. Okay. Um. So, do you provide legal uh, advice to religious institutions? Or, uh, yeah, I guess we'll just say religious institutions in a generic kind of form. That, so, I, I, having learned how this game works, I, that is not my, you would not think that within my job description. Yeah. But because of the organization I work for, that is part of what I do, but not normally. Yeah, so not normally hmm. for someone with the title that we are working toward. All right, Joe. I think Joe. I think Joe's uh, 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 picking up what we're laying down here. <coughs> okay, so you uh, farmer service. Mm -hmm. um, Literally, you're a counselor of some sort. And yes. you are in the religious business. Do yes. you work for a religious yes. organization? Yes. Do you work for a particular sect? Yes. Would that sect be Catholic? No. Definitely not. <laughs> uh, all right, Rain. Uh, okay. Definitely not a Catholic, but definitely works for... We appreciate for... the candles that they use. <clears throat> sure. Oh, 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 too much. Uh, <laughs> Rain. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rain, would you like to pick up from there? You, we're up to 12. Would that sect be a 
group that does not believe in Jesus Christ? Hmm. Well, that's a sticky question. I'm going to say that you would probably say that that's a yes. Yeah. But Uh, I would say, but yeah, there. I'm going to say that's a yeah. Does that sect believe in Satan? No. That's okay. No. But yeah, yeah. (laughs) If you don't believe in Jesus, chances are you don't believe in Satan. But the thing is. Oh, uh, well, well, thank you. Well, all right. So now we pass it to Bobber. So all right, we're down to down to you got two more uh two only two more strikes before uh Jack reveals his true identity unless you can guess uh well, what do you got, Bob? Um this your job title uh would it be something in the would it, it could be referred to as possibly a say a minister or a a, a religious leader? Yes. Oh. That's actually uh, okay. technically, um, I will say that's technically half of what we're looking for. So half would be the particular religious organization. Uh, so, uh, boy, there's two that I can think of. If I take a guess, that counts as a shot, right? Is, yes. Is I wrong? Yes. <laughs> if I say no, does that mean you have to move on? No, no. no. I, he, I, I think that was more directed towards me. So, <laughs> yes. So I'm going to say, are you a minister with the Universalist Unitarian Church? No. Oh. All right. It all comes down to Joe to find out who Jack is. Oh. Oh. I should not have passed. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to take a stab at it? Brie? No, no, it's all on you, Joe. Oh, I, I'm smart. I Excuse love me. this. That was awesome. Did you say you're smart? I'm smart. Yes. <laughs> all right, Joe. It's all down you to you. Waltz. Okay, do you have balls? <laughs> no, no, come on, be serious. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. You guys are um, so freaking close. I know, I know. I see. Service, uh, he works for a religious organization. But what he could that service be? He's a, he, he's a, a, a minister slash priest in a religious organization. What could he possibly be? And there's candles and. Uh, not a lot of Jesus, not a lot of Satan. He likes our candles. Let's see. Yeah, I'm going to guess um, there's a circle involved, but I'm not. And it's anyway. not Satan. Come on. Come on, Joe. No, he's not a Satanist. So, um, candles. Do you perform your service every day of the week? Hmm. You know, I do. He yeah. could. He could. Yeah, I do. But mm-hmm. traditionally, and, and I you, do. You, I I okay. I work about sixteen hours a day. Okay, we'll we'll give. Uh, yeah, that's right. We'll we'll give them that because there is a lot of there's a lot of other stuff. Obviously, being a religious leader, every religious leader works every day. So well, okay, but does your particular service focus on a particular day of the week? No. Okay. Uh, I, no, I, I, I have here. a guess. I'm jumping here. Right up, 
We'll give you. We'll give you. Okay, Bobber. We'll give you. Uh, uh, wait, no, Rain and Bob. You. We'll give you a final guess, but you still. You still technically won't win. So. Uh, I know. Uh, but I, I just all right. See if I'm right. Okay. I I I don't care if I win. By the way, but I think that you're um, a, a a pagan or a Wiccan. That's what I was going to say. You are correct. My name is Dusty Dione. I am the high priest of the Aquarian Tabernacle Church, a Wiccan church formed in 1979 that has been working tirelessly to make sure that pagans have the same rights as Abrahamic faith. Uh, we've sued the government on multiple occasions. We've won every time, and we've helped do things like make sure that people can worship on boats, that people can have the symbols of their faith on their tombstones, and that if the religious right thinks that there's going to be cookies, that everyone gets to eat them. Excellent. And to that, I say, wow. Amen. 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 Yeah, when I asked, there was two. I had two options. It was it was either Wiccan or, or UUC, and I. I chose poorly. <laughs> he chose poorly. <laughs> I chose poorly. I think I. I, think I, you know what? If you were, I gotta be I honest. I was gonna ask you. if he was Thomas More, but <laughs> the reason the reason why I chose Satan is because um, and I'm gonna be honest with you, Kenny. I know that you're clearly an atheist. Yeah. Not that you're a Satanist, but when I heard I, candles I do, I, and all that yeah. stuff, I, I was just like, you know, I could see you picking Satanist. Well, not well, that I have well, a problem with it. Well, let, let me and just play this. Let me just play this. I feel badly about this let because me. I have been to some beautiful um, um, pagan ceremonies in my life. Well, so let I'm me, sorry for not yeah, knowing. No, that's soon. okay. Let's let, let me just play this real quick. He chose poorly. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> thank you, Adam Hebert. Yes. On, that clip's on loan from Adam Hebert from Mike Checker. But Dusty has been on our show uh, uh, at least a couple times, and uh, mm -hmm. we and you're good friends with our friend Theo, um, Theo Williams, yeah. and uh, who's regular uh, helper, contributor, caller uh, on all our shows. And uh, and uh, I, well, I felt Susan and I fell down the old. Uh, What's my line? Uh, YouTube hole last night. Um, uh, uh, believe, uh, believe it or not, uh, it was inspired by Trey Gowdy because I made a joke that he, when he was leaving uh, Congress, that he looked like Emmett Kelly. And Susan's like, "Who's Emmett Kelly?" And I found <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> Emmett Kelly on What's My Line, and um, and so uh, I was like, "Shit, this would be a great topic for the show." And I just saw something you posted the other day, Dusty, and I was like, "He's our guy. He's our guy. We got to do this." <laughs> and uh and this was and, awesome yeah this was really fun this is really fun so um it was. Eh, but we i want to looking around weren't we you really were you really were well you know when you got to the legal service that... when you got to the legal service i thought for sure you guys were gonna latch onto the wedding thing because mm -hmm. that's kind of what i was thinking of but again is that what you meant mm -hmm. dusty was, was that the the legal service or, or is that just well, a cer ceremonial? No, see, there's a lot of... So because of the legal status of the Aquarian Tabernacle Church, we have an umbrella 501c3, which is, allows us to create nonprofit organizations with their own unique EIN number oh, underneath that's... us as an umbrella corporation. 
And so we have, we deal with helping people navigate the legal streams of having a church. And I've even called um, Baptist churches that were trying to be shut down because they were being too loud during their services. You know, oh, wow. Southern Baptists jump around and dance and sing. It's what they oh, do. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's I called them and gave them legal advice. I was like, here's all the stuff you need. And so, yeah, no, I, and, you know, I do entertainment because I'm also in charge of marketing for our organization. We have mm. a lot of things that go on. So when you were asking me these questions, I'm like, shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I do all these things. <laughs> oh, you're allowed to swear. You're allowed to say anything the fuck you want on this uh, on the airways. Um, so uh, the original segment was going to be, gonna be uh, called "Who the fuck are you?" But I was like, well, if I want to get if I want to try and get celebrities on, I might want to be a little more tame with that. So I mean, not like huge celebrities. Uh, but now, Dusty, I, I I want you to stick around. Or can you stick around for the last segment of the show? Yeah, sure. All right, I'll cool. Because I'm gonna turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Excellent. And <laughs> this is this is your gateway drug back into being a regular uh, contributor. So, and we have a <laughs> you, you're working on something new right now, and I, I want you to talk about that when we come back, and I'll let these guys um, ask you plenty of questions about this new uh, project you're working on, and uh, how they can help out, how all of our listeners can help out. So uh, I don't know if you're able to mute oh, your phone or you can just set it aside for a few minutes. Uh, we're gonna uh, uh, listen to a little bit of music here. Um, let me see what's 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 pagany that I could play. Hmm. Christians and the Pagans by Dar Williams. Well, I swimming upside down. I gotta. We just you, did swimming upside down. You could play Blackmore's down. Night. Well, I can't do that. ASCAP BMI. I got to do. Uh, uh, actually, I could play role playing master, which uh, I'll play role playing master, which is about D and D. But actually, it was originally gonna be about Richie Blackmore. That's a whole other story uh, because I'm a huge I'm a huge Deep Purple fan. Um, and uh, but yeah, I, I'll play uh, uh, role playing master. Um, I think this is the. Um, yeah, this is the one. But anyway, this is my old band, Hairwolf, uh, and we're going to go ahead and hit the break. And Dusty Dion is going to stick around with us uh, to talk about his new project, and we're going to have a lot more fun. We'll get his take on current events, and don't worry, we'll do the, keep doing this game, and I guarantee you we'll never have a Trump cultist on the show. Although, wouldn't that be a mind fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, are you a Trump cultist? Yes, I am. My I knuckle would smell them right away. My knuckles are scraping the floor as we speak. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go to the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this with Dusty Dion. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? Kennypick.com. Okay, and I'm rolling for damage. Welcome to the labyrinth. Bag of holding my flitting 
is all about strength No more charisma But maybe your dexterity can save you now He's a role-playing master for Molly He's a caster, he's gonna kill you with his knife He's a role-playing master for magic chisel blaster With all my glasses minus nine Evil creeps across the realm Death Knight's power is in his hell Monsters swarm from plains beyond You better see versus God's staff for one And whosoever shall be caught Without a shield by clerics rot Must stand and fight the hounds of hell Or wander deep in dungeons fell Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played the laser swords. They're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. twice. And thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. And of course, uh, thank you to Dusty Dion out of your. Uh, I'm sorry, I've already forgotten where you're from. You're from uh, Portland? I am in Index, Washington currently, but Index, I'm from Washington. Kent, Ohio, and your Cleveland segment was great just now. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. But yeah, um, I, I forgot. That's right. You, you, are, that was kind of how we bonded because you're friends with a lot of the people that I'm friends with, uh, from Kent. So my favorite local band, you were in my favorite local band. Oh, kill the hippies. Yeah. Kill the hippies. Yeah. So, 
Um, it's ironic. We don't want hippies killed. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, so welcome back to the show. I'm, I'm so glad, uh, this, this guy, what, what'd you guys think? Rain, did you have fun? Was that kind of, was it stressful or, or did you enjoy that? I enjoyed it. It was stressful, but I did enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> so, Joe, Joe, no, did it. No, I just, yeah. here's the thing. I wanted to thank you for letting me like pull my, I pass card. No, that's fine. Cause I didn't win and I, <laughs> Which is fine. I don't care about winning, but it was like, I think I got it. Boom. Well, there, there's no real prizes involved, so. Um, so uh, but but it's maybe. It's really nice to meet you. Maybe. Yeah. It was wonderful to meet you, too. I, yeah, don't, I don't think that we've been together on this show. No, I don't before. think you have. I think Dusty was on uh, in the days of uh, Tom and Deba being on the show. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is Dusty's. I had a, I had a run-in with Mike Pence that got me on the show oh man oh i'm sorry yeah that was a long time ago that's okay so but yeah, yeah so but i'm glad i'm glad uh to to get you back in the fold uh you know and uh and of course uh joe santorsa is uh, well and it uh has been on the show for a while uh and he's also on the tim caramel show so officially joe uh dusty uh there you go so. nice well to nice to meet you, meet you. Even though I couldn't guess who you were, yeah, but you could. <laughs> I'm you could, elusive. He, he yes, is. That, it, was, we, that it, was slick. That was yeah, slick. this was, and we were actually got being kind of hint heavy there uh, for a while. But you were, you, know, you were. I thought you so. were being a little bit overboard with the hints. <laughs> you made us the, work the part hard. about the seasons. The yeah, seasons? that's what really. Yeah, yeah when you said he was the man for all seasons, for all I seasons, like, okay. I went right to Thomas More, and then <clears> we're into. Catholics and, and divorce. <laughs> I, at first, I thought you were a divorce lawyer. Oh, Joe. <laughs> a divorce lawyer. Joe, I thought yeah. you were a divorce lawyer. Sometimes counselor. Well, well, well man, man for all seasons. Thomas More, uh, you know, King yeah. Henry and all that shit. Well, I thought seasons with the like equinox and you know, uh, I you was know, the thinking, solstice. See, I went right like that. I went right to so. religious upheaval. <laughs> Joe, aren't you? Um, you're Catholic, right? Uh, uh, re I'm recovering. Yeah, you're recovering. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it wasn't meant as a judgment. I've Jack. been, I've been, re I've been, I've been. God damn it! I've been clean <laughs> for forty some years now. He got fixed. No, so I can clean. <laughs> he got neutered. Uh, so, yes. Uh, and, and of course, Bobber. Uh, Bobber is uh, Rain's husband uh, and also part of Four Freedoms blog. And he's the resident Braumeister of the program, home brewer extraordinaire, prize winner, multi multi prize winner for his home brews. So, Bobber, oh, that's awesome, Dusty. So, well, that's awesome. Yeah, we brew at the church. So I'm actually in the oh! work to start a oh. uh, monastic brewery for, because uh, I just think it would be awesome. <laughs> that's <laughs> brilliant. Around that brew, so that's brilliant. Like like the, like the Belgian monasteries. Um. Well, we are we're a pretty old church for uh, Wiccan standards, 1979, and. Uh, I have some recipes, and there's some recipes that we've gathered, and there's another Catholic church out in the desert that started a monastic brewery, and so I've been modeling what we want to do off of that. It's still advanced infant stages. So. Mm. 
So, Bobber, oh, you get a. Yeah, the first gonna, one that we'll do is You dark. two need to talk. Yeah, yeah. Bobber, <laughs> you could get a whole. You could get the whole Friar Tuck thing going and uh, go make some beer for him. So, hey, uh, my hair has almost as, gotten to that. As long as you. <laughs> Not quite. As long as you wield a huge ham hock as a weapon. I don't know if y'all. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> remember the movie with Kevin Costner? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, re- I remember that uh, a lot more than the last two. That's for certain. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, it would be really interesting if you two talked about monastic brewing because Bob knows about that. Yeah, I've I've wanted to do a beer show for a while, a special, a special podcast, and uh, and uh, there we go, Bobber. We we can get uh, Dusty in on the action now too because I talked to you about it before. Hey, that's but cool. That's inside baseball. I want to get to the outside baseball. Uh, Save the Seeds Foundation. This is your new uh, newest endeavor. Uh, I'm going to share the um, yes. uh, share the website in the chat room with everybody. Well, why don't you tell us about Save the Seeds? Save the Seeds Foundation. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, so, at the beginning of last year, we throw a big event called uh, Spring Mysteries Festival that continues the Eleusinian Mysteries. If you don't know what the Eleusinian Mysteries are, the quick blurb is that they went on for 3,000 years as a pilgrimage of the known world where they taught the story of Demeter and Persephone and the uh, her being taken to the underworld and what that meant for rebirth and death and the afterlife. Because supposedly before these, there was no belief in the Greek world about an afterlife. So anyway, our church has been continuing these for about 30 years. My wife held the role of Demeter this year. And when she did, she got all this information, you know, through writing and working and meditation about our seeds and about our earth and about where we were at. And then we ended up fast forward 10,000 miles and traveling the the country later talking about people starting their own gardens and starting seed banks as we traveled across the country. Uh, we got back and decided to create a foundation that would do the things that we had been talking about so we could put our money where our mouth was. Mm-hmm. And what the Save the Seeds Foundation is, is it's a way for us to teach the people how to take their sovereignty back from the grocery stores because we want to pretend like the attacks are coming through our second amendment and the attacks are coming through race and through making fun of transgendered people or cis people or whatever it is. But we don't look at the fact that they've taken us over by our food. And if the Mm -hmm. grocery stores went away tomorrow, what would you do? (laughs) Right? Yeah. What happened to Puerto Rico when the grocery stores all disappeared? Oh yeah. And they didn't have any help. And who lived through that? The people that had food, the farmers, they helped take care of the communities that they were in. Mm. And we started realizing just how dire this truly is. And since we realized that at the beginning of last year, how many natural disasters have destroyed someone's farm in because of this hurricane or this fire Mm -hmm. or this earthquake? How many people are losing their livelihoods? And they they made this seed bank in Switzerland where they said, this is in the permafrost. It'll be good forever. Don't worry. No one can touch these. It'll be safe. And then it flooded. I don't know if y'all know, but it flooded. I heard about this. A portion of their seeds were lost. 
Okay, well, the other problem with the seed bank, as great of an idea as it is, and we need to hit this from all angles, so they're doing a great job, no bashing on them, but they're locking those seeds into stasis. They're not getting a chance to evolve with climate crisis. They're getting a chance to sit in stasis and hope that they're still usable when the climate's done changing. Wow, okay, wow. Mm -hmm. I never even thought of that. What saved the seeds, right? So what saved the Seeds Foundation is, and when I say right, I mean most of us don't think about this. I've been steeped in it for over a year Mm -hmm. now. So, Uh, Let me just interrupt you just real quick, Dusty, before you go on. I just want Mm -hmm. to let everybody everybody know, between the time that I posted the link in the chat room and right now, I, I just went and donated to Save the Seeds Foundation. So... So just so you know how easy oh, and simple man, it is, you. I'm running a talk show, and I went over to the, you know, I clicked that link and I donated a little bit of scratch. So save those fucking seeds. <laughs> go ahead, but go ahead, Dusty, pick We're up where you left get, off. Yeah. Thank you, Kenny. We're trying to get one dollar from everyone that eats. If mm-hmm. everyone on the whole planet that eats food gave us one dollar, we could perpetuate the goals of Save the Seeds Foundation in perpetuity. Um, so the main, we've got a lot of stuff if you look at the website, actually. So when we got back, we decided to create Save the Seeds Foundation to make it a legal 501c3 and to start gathering together horticulturists and agriculturists and permaculturists and farmers and people with knowledge of local gardening. We went to the Parliament of World Religions this year. It's an event that happens every three to six years. Last time it was in Utah. This time it was in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And when we went this time, I find it interesting as a pagan because, you know, they've done their best to cut my religion out whole cloth of the world religious scene through crusades and you know, other such crusades. So anyway, (laughs) um, yeah, but what they're doing now is begging the religious leaders, the scientists were there and the other religious leaders begging the other religious leaders to make taking care of the earth, a moral imperative. That's part of their religion. And I'm like, you know, you guys, you kicked out the people that this was important to. And then you're like, why isn't it working? (laughs) So, uh, but that being said, it's everywhere. That's where they really started calling it climate crisis. They even had a dude who was a Hopi elder. The Hopi don't leave Hopi land. And this mm-hmm. Hopi elder came to Canada to be like, well, everybody, we have prophecies that lead up to the fourth world. Every single one of those prophecies has been fulfilled. So we're in the fifth world and we officially have no idea what's going to happen. So good luck. And, uh, have a nice day. Try to take care of it. This is your world. Wow. <laughs> it was really intense. So, channeling this need for taking care of ourselves, they wanted all of us to become vegetarian, but it saved the Seeds Foundation. We know that everyone becoming vegan or vegetarian doesn't really fix the problem because of the massive runoff of pollution from big agriculture. And so one of the things that Save the Seeds Foundation works on is creating seed libraries and local 100, it's called 100 mile eating and community gardening, local vorism, eating within 100 miles of your home 
and that cuts down on fuel consumption. It gets you to know your neighbors because one of the other things that they do to lock you down that you don't realize is that you don't know your neighbors. If you all had a garden where you had to work on it together, split the food, and everyone was taking care of each other, you'd know who was behind those doors, and you wouldn't be able to make up who that person was. You know, you'd know who someone was before you decided what someone was. So it's about communities and about how <clears throat> when things happen, if the grid goes down, which there was an attack. I live in the county that lost 911 service when the attack against CenturyLink happened. Yeah. And CenturyLink just went down like a week ago. Yeah, I got a thing on my phone that says, by the way, your 911 service isn't going to work. Okay, that... A week before that, there was an article, I think it was in Forbes, that talked about someone is systematically attacking our grid and it's just a matter of time before they get through. Mm -hmm. And then a week later, CenturyLink goes down. So when this happens, what's going to happen to all of us? Because the best time for you to have planted your garden is last year. And we at Save the Seeds are going to be keeping a seed bank mm -hmm. where you can check out 30 sets of seeds sets are three seeds at a time because mm -hmm. you kind of got to plant three at a time in a hole. Sure, <laughs> sure. So you'll be able to rent seeds, grow them. We help you along the process through our websites and through information that we give out to uh, propagate your garden so that you can collect the seeds and send them back. See, and this is about heirloom seeds. This isn't, this is about saving our original seed supply before we started splicing it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, I'll tell you what. There, this is all of my information as fast as I could. The comments. What do you, the, mean, what do you mean by splicing it? Oh, like when we took tomato DNA and we supply, we spliced it with frog DNA, so it would be more or less susceptible to frost. Now, I'm not here advocating or not advocating GMOs. Yeah, yeah. I'm here advocating the saving of our original mm -hmm. heirloom seed supply. Okay. Well, okay. and I just want to say this: our our chat room is going bonkers right now. Uh, if you want to look at what people are saying, Dusty, it's easy to sign up in the chat room. And I know we don't have a lot of time left, but KennyPick.com will take you to I'm our chat room. The, I am uh, on KennyPick.com. Let's see. There you go. Into so media weekly chat. Uh, Hi, everybody. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's a but yeah, a lot of people Fresh have questions. Is going to be a. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, um, freshwater is going to be a problem soon as well, but that's why our uh, our foundation is also working with permaculturists that will teach us and you how to uh, more properly utilize the water that is around in the atmosphere and that comes to you. We are uh, going to be very big proponents of water gathering and about working to make sure that that stays a legal uh, thing that people can do and to help people work to make it legal if it's not where they're already at. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite things that I want to make sure I get to talk about is we are going to be putting together a seed library specifically for farmer relief. So if farmers around the world get uh, their crops completely wiped out by some some kind of devastation instead of having to go out and buy new crops that might need new pesticides and all kinds of crazy stuff um where they're gonna have to dump a bunch of money to restart we will just send them heirloom seeds for free that they can plant nice. to get restarted nice. and if they end up going back to using gmo seeds or whatever that's their deal that's not on us we want to yeah. help them because food 
is <laughs> who watches Game well, of well, Thrones? This Anybody? Is- uh, yeah, I do. I, I do. <laughs> but I just, I just want to say this, that this is great what you're doing. It might not be the answer to every issue that is going to go on ecologically uh, or, you know, for, for food growth and, uh, you know, survival. But it's a very so important. It's not the silver it's, bullet. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's a component to the magic bullet, you know, it's a few flakes yeah. of the gunpowder for the magic bullet. Um, so, it, 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 no, uh, you know, more than that, I don't want to try and diminish it. Uh, but, but yeah, what you're doing is, is an important part of, you know, because there are obviously people all around the globe trying to solve, uh, future problems that come with climate change and global warming. Uh, and, and so what you're doing is noble effort, uh, an amazing effort. We don't have a lot of time left, so I kind of want to pass it off to, uh, my co-hosts here and let them ask you a few yeah. questions or, or give some, um, you know, their, their two bits. Um, so, uh, uh, thanks for letting me talk. No, that's okay. This is great. This is great. And like I said, it was just that easy folks. I donated, uh, you know, a few bucks, uh, while we were, uh, talking about this uh so easy with your paypal account and like dusty said a, a dollar you know a, a mere pittance uh so uh but uh but yeah so uh uh, uh joe uh do you want to ask dusty some questions or talk about this a little bit yeah, i'm curious uh, how do you put seeds in stasis oh when seeds get cold enough seeds mm-hmm. put themselves in a dormant state they go inert. So you need freezers. Yeah. So, oh, okay. But our seed library won't be doing that. Our seed library is going to have a constant turnover where we're replanting our seeds, saving a portion of them back cataloged. And then every year, every couple of years, that back catalog will flush out. We'll send those to seed libraries that are around the country that are already established, be they established by us or other people, to help propagate what they're doing and keep a constant turnover. Because the point of us is to keep a fresh genetic batch of our seeds, as many different types of seeds as possible. Mm-hmm. So you're constantly turning over your your stocks, so to speak. Yes, we're going to be... We Right now, the money that we raise right now is going to buy the land. We found the land we want. We need to raise $10 million, which sounds like a lot, but there's 7 billion people on the planet that eat food, and we just need a dollar from each of them. Mm-hmm. And if everyone that can give a dollar gives a dollar, we'll have it super fast. And you can look on our website and see what happens after phase one which is the purchasing of the land, but it's going to be a working farm that's going to have farm to table options that people can come eat the delicious food, learn about the seeds, do tours. Excuse me. We're going to brew. We're going to uh, cook. We're going to teach classes. We want to work with uh, different colleges that Mm -hmm. have horticulture, permaculture uh, courses that we can do credit exchanges with them. Um, so your outreach is pretty. Your outreach is is pretty vast. Uh, your, your ideas for outreach yeah. are very vast. That that's impressive. That's very impressive. Mm. Uh, Bobber, Bobber, uh, you want to jump in and, and talk to Dusty for a minute or two here? 
Well, sure. Um, I, I mean, uh, I won't. I don't want to steal Rain's thunder. Um, one of the things we've done uh, at our old place, we just we just moved a few months ago, uh, so we always uh, had a vegetable garden up front. <clears throat> we tried to get the, the the seeds or the plants that you know weren't. Uh, I, I guess it's Monsanto makes the plants that that they produce seed, but the seeds don't reproduce. You can't, you know, yeah. so you always have to buy the seeds from them. So we tried to avoid that, and we had a uh, rain barrel, uh, which we haven't set up yet. Um, but so, so we've, we've tried to do that kind of stuff. Um, but if, as far as the brewing goes, there's, uh, <clears throat> there. Are, I think I mentioned that there's, uh, you know, there's, there's, those uh, monasteries in, in Belgium. There's one in the U.S. that's in, I think it's in Maine. That's uh, actually brewing what's called, you know, genuine Trappist beer, and uh, so I, I, it's, it's kind of. I think it'd be very interesting to have a a non um, Jesuit um, based monastery brewing uh, beer here in the U.S. I think that would be awesome. I'm really looking forward to that. Well, when we get our stuff up and running, which I'm supposed to meet with the people that made the <clears> mead <throat> for our last event, uh, about them being the brewmasters for, we're calling it the Tabernacle Brew House is the uh, working title for nice. the project right now. And nice. I will make sure that you know as it, as it progresses. I'll, I'll cool. connect you guys on Facebook, too. Uh, so, cool. Sure. Yeah. I'm super definitely. liberal. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're in good company. You're in good I company. I don't, I don't think that's a problem, actually. No, not an issue at all. So, uh, Rain, Rain, why don't you talk to Dusty a little bit here? Okay. Um, hi, Dusty. I'm super liberal, too. Hello. Yay. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, I'm, I'm a little phlegmy. So, there's, there's a couple of that's things I want to ask you about. First off, as Bob mentioned, we've, we've grown a garden pretty much every year that we've been together. And um, nice. uh, so our garden always included seeds that were kind of locally sourced. How are you, here's my first question. How are you going to do this entire seed program to locally source seeds that grow in particular climates and areas? I mean, here in the United States, we have different zones. Where you, you know mm -hmm. you can plant certain things because you're in zone four, five, and six. Um, so that's my first question. My second question is: is is your organization doing anything about bees? And, yes. And, I want to answer your second question first. Okay, <laughs> but and my third question is: um, Are you 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 mentioned something about you're not a vegan or a vegetarian organization? So what are what is your organization doing about meat-based proteins? So those oh, are my okay. three questions. Well, excellent. Those are really awesome questions. So first about the bees. Our mascots, which are still being fleshed out, are named Flora and Fauna, and they are bees. Flora has a little flower in her, on the side of her head, and Fauna has um, deer antlers. Oh, not so. the bees. No, oh, hold on a second. I got to interrupt yeah. real quick. Not the bees. Oh, no, not the bees. Not the bees. <laughs> oh, I think I think oh, we have to this question. Oh, 
sorry, sorry, Rain. Go ahead. It's a long clip. It's no, it's good. Okay. I'm sorry for being like. So one of the. Sorry for bringing it so down about- to a serious level. But no, you didn't. It's no, all very, it's all serious. To me, are important. It's all serious. No, Just I really, really appreciate it. It gives me a chance to really hit on these topics, and I, I appreciate to ha- having the platform to be able to touch on them. So, in seriousness, the reason, or not the entire reason, but a good portion of the reason that we want to work with heirlooms is because they have pollen that can sustain the bees and to learn sustainable ways to deal with those plants so that the bees can still use them and to help cut out our need for neonicotinoids and the things that are killing our bees. Mm-hmm. So we, we absolutely want to help propagate bees and we will have beehives all over the property. The way that we're helping deal with the different climate can zones. I, can I interrupt we you for a quick in, minute? Yes, of course. I really want to interrupt you, and I'm not trying to be, you know, all combative, but here, mm-hmm. here in Virginia, and it's something I really learned about five years ago, is that we have these creatures that look like bees. They look like honeybees, but they're not honeybees. They're just regular right. Virginia bees. They don't sting. They don't do anything. But they're really, okay. really important to the local vegetarian and, you know, flower population. So yes, do you guys, ma'am. so you guys do understand that there are different bees in different areas, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry. Here in I'll the Cascade Mountain Range. No, no, no. That's no, 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 very, Rain, very it's, it's cute cool. and important. Here it's, in where we want to buy land and where we're going to buy land for the project, we live in the Cascadian Mountain Range. Okay, in Western Washington, we okay. have a very unique climate that can sustain a lot of different plant growth. We have a huge fertile area here in Washington State, and we think that it's going to uniquely help stand up against climate crisis better than other places are because of its unique climate structure. That being said, we have mason bees, a specific type of mason bee that is uh, um, indigenous to the area that is also going to be a bee that we help propagate. And when you asked about the different zones that are around the country one of the things that we want to do is put together or that we're going to do is put together a um working portfolio of how to set up a community garden in the same fashion as the original mother organization of save the seeds foundation here in western washington and then get people that are sitting on these vacant plots of land to donate them for tax write-off And then Mm -hmm. we begin doing community gardening in those, and those start taking care of the communities that they're in. We start having classes. People will get hooked up online, and there will be continued education on now it's this time of year, so this should be coming up, and now you can do these things with those things, and this is how you can. This is how you preserve. This is how you get your community together to do these things, and we'll have a programmed process to walk people through that. And there's people everywhere that want to donate land like that. Well, I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, Dusty, we, we're already into overtime right now, but I got to say your planning uh, and attention to detail on this for Save the Seeds, uh, the Sa- Save the Seeds Foundation dot org. Uh, seriously, folks, I donated in like two minutes while Dusty was talking at the beginning of the segment. It was awesome. I feel good. Um, hey, and uh, Thank you guys. With your no, help, that's OK. 
that's okay. But no, I, I encourage uh, everybody to donate because this really kind of seems like a, an amazing, all-encompassing plan you have. And if the donations, you know, can start trickling in or rolling in or, you know, uh, cascading in, if we can help in any small way here uh, on Turn Up the Night with our audience, um, uh, I, I would be so proud. Oh, yeah. But no, seriously, Dusty. I'm uh, just waiting right stuff. now to get this the GoFundMe started. That's that's beautiful, but yeah, easy PayPal donation. You know, if you got PayPal, uh, it's it's um, you know super easy. Um, but Dusty, I really appreciate you being part of the show tonight. Uh, tell everybody how to get in touch with you. Oh, uh, my name is Dusty Dion. You can get in touch with me at HP, or as my daughter would say, HP <laughs> at ATCWICCA, W-I-C-C-A dot org. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook. I have a page. I also have a regular Facebook account. Uh, I'm always on social media. So you can also find my stuff at www.atcwicked.org and at savetheseedsfoundation.org. And I really appreciate you, Kenny. And no, and you're on Twitter too. Uh, you're the Jackalope on Twitter. That's why oh, yeah, we, the Jackalope. That's, that's why that's we picked right. Jack. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that's why that was a little little inside baseball there. Uh, you know, again with the inside yeah. baseball. How the sausage is made. We have a lot of that. I like it. Yeah. So. <laughs> what was that? How the sausage is made. Um, yeah, so we, uh, so yeah, so we, we decided on Jack as his code name and I'm, I'm really proud of myself. I'm going to, I'm going to try not to dislocate my shoulder by patting myself <laughs> on the back. Uh, but I didn't say your name. I was so scared. I was going to say your name during <laughs> so dusty. Oh shit. <laughs> Rain almost got me. Uh, I was like, what's your name? And I'm like, Jack. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good stuff. Thank you for being our guinea pig. I appreciate it so much, I'm Dusty. I'm going to follow you on Twitter. I, I have some more questions that I'd like to ask you via direct message yeah i also okay. sent a group message on, on facebook I, I sent a group message with uh with uh dusty rain bobber susan and joe over on facebook too so um okay and uh yeah, absolutely so yeah and if if you can't find dusty from all the stuff he just said on how to get just just message me on facebook you all y'all are, are know me on facebook uh so <laughs> but anyway Dusty, uh, thank you so much. Or I should say, uh, should I say, contestant one, Jack. Uh, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and I'm so sorry I told <laughs> you the wrong time. From here on out, I told him the wrong time last night, like a dope. Ah. Uh, but uh, anyway, it was a lot of fun. We'll get you back on the program real soon uh, as you have developments. And hey, uh, I'll give you the call. Well, I think I gave you the call in number, but you got it. So anytime you want to call in and uh plug you know updates or whatever we'll we'll get you on thanks man you have an excellent new year and i can't right, wait to yeah. talk to you again and I'll happy see you new set. year uh our our uh, what was your official title we were saying pagan pagan uh wiccan priest was, Wic what it was. Oh, i'm sorry wiccan priest wiccan priest is what it was that's right so uh fair fare thee well wiccan priest dusted dion uh <laughs> we'll talk to you soon man <laughs> see ya all right good night, night. Good night. So, bye bye 
Uh, all right. Well, uh, we are definitely, we're almost 10 minutes over, so let's uh, get to quick parting shots tonight. Uh, Joe, why don't you go first? I know big night or big day uh, for you and Tim uh, this Saturday, Sunday. Jesus, God. Yes. Words. Yes, and a milestone. Saturday night, I, the Tim Carmel Show. Not true. <laughs> so. Not true. No, no. It'll be Sunday night, actually. Uh, we'll record it Sunday afternoon. You'll be posted on Sunday night, and it will be our 500th episode. That's and amazing. You will you will hear the predictions for 2019 as proposed by uh, me. <laughs> mm, the great yes. cognac. Great cognac. <laughs> cognac. Cognac West. So. Yes. Okay. Cognac was it East. either one? It was not either cognac or cognac. Cognac West. Cognac oh, dear West. God, you guys. <laughs> it's cognac. Yes. Con- con- Kanye, Kanye Twitty. So. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so... Do you, do you have any Twitter. do you have any teases on predictions you can give? Uh, is there anybody who's going to fare well, or anybody who's going to fare the not well in uh, wow. 2019? Yeah, Trump doesn't fare well in my oh. predictions at all. Nor does his mushroom. Oh God, damn it! Jesus Christ, you're <laughs> obsessed with his mushroom. I, not- I I will admit to that. Yes, I I, I have a, a mushroom obsession. Do you want me to slice it, dice it? Oh, Jesus, God. <laughs> I think now we're getting into Bob, Bobbit territory. Not Bobber, <laughs> but Bobbit. Yeah, that's... Stop it. That's, uh, a, that's a bit, <laughs> bit disjointed. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> now, I have, now I have separation anxiety. Well, yeah, that's what would happen after it was gone, too. Help. Yeah. yeah. Be that high uh, and I understand just like Lim, you'd feel it was there forever, even though uh, it wasn't. Yeah. Well, so all right. It's been for 50 years. So, <laughs> yeah. So you're saying well, Trump's going to have a phantom mushroom. Uh... A phantom mushroom. <laughs> 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 he'll, have, he'll have mushroom flashbacks. Polo- Pelosi's going to get out the Ginsu knives. <laughs> <laughs> just remember what her daughter they even said. sliced through this she'll tin can <laughs> just remember her daughter said she'll slit your throat no she and said she'll cut your head off reading. didn't she say she'd cut your head off I thought that, so. I was, off. it was something like that yeah. she'll, she'll cut, cut your head off and you won't even know you're bleeding that's how she rolls well I'll oh tell you God. what so she already cut off Trump's mushroom uh, perhaps oh, so. Got, got his balls in a box. Oh, my oh God. man! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what respect, Charlie? So, uh, <laughs> balls. All you need are balls. Dick um, in a box. First, you get a box. Your balls in a box. Then you put your dick in a box. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Here, I, I got to play this now. Thank you, Sparks. Um, <laughs> hopefully that falls within fair use. All right, we gotta we gotta start wrapping things up. Uh, but no, Joe, looking forward to the 500th show. Um, and you and Tim, just let me know if anybody cancels. I know they won't, but damn it, I want in. Um, and uh, Tim, all right, put them in. <laughs> all right, Rain, uh, what do you got as a parting shot tonight? I 
my only parting shot is that um, today the occupant of the White House made it really clear that he doesn't care that there are hundreds of thousands of federal workers and contractors and people who rely on federal workers for their business. Oh, oh, Rain, sweetie, his ego is so much more important than them. Oh, thank you for the mansplain. <laughs> You're so sweet, Ken. Oh, darling. Are you talking about my darling Rain? <laughs> yeah, Jeff. Jeff. I'd say you could cry on my shoulder, but I would probably drown because I'm so small. <laughs> I just, I just was still. There are so many things that I'm still amazed by his press conference today. But you know, there was two the things. The Magic Garden. He was so worried about. He was so worried about the children. Oh my God, the children coming oh, yeah. up from Honduras, and and he never even bothered to think about all the kids that he's got in freaking cages. And and again, all the people who are out of work, not getting paychecks. And when April Ryan said. Do you have a safety net for those workers? And he said the safety net is a strong border. I was like, yep, I'm done. I'm out. I've mm. got friends who friends who aren't political. <clears throat> and, yeah. and just, they're all like, he said what? Do what now? <laughs> yeah. I just, today's, today's press conference was really just... Crazy? I I don't even want to say enlightening. It was just crazy. Yeah, it was. Because you know the terrorists come up there from the southern border. Yeah, which they and don't take a turn left. Yeah, uh-uh. <laughs> so dumb. Take a turn left. So anyway, dumb. So that's my parting shot. Is that man is is broken? His brain is broken. He's 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 just damaged goods. He's he's in a bad place. Uh, but all right. So, uh, oh yeah, actually, no, I have a clip for that actually for Trump. It's pretty late to act prissy and prim. All you kids make me sick. You act like little Miss Muffet and down inside you're dirty. Do you hear me? Dirty. (laughs) You're greedy and self-centered and think you can get away with anything. And you know better than the girl who sells herself to a man. Well, okay, this is not what I thought it was going to be. What is now, this? I don't understand. It's trouble, and she's all out. Uh, it's from a movie called Scum of the Earth, but uh, I, oh, wow. I thought it would. I thought it was going to be shorter because there's part where he's like, "You're damaged goods." Um, so <laughs> I saved it for mansplaining, but uh, it didn't work for Trump this time. Anyway, Bobber, uh, parting shot. We got to wrap things up. Well, everyone's been so focused on on Trump's insane press conference today, <clears throat> but I really would love to see the press just hound McConnell because he's really the linchpin yes. in this yeah. whole shutdown. You know, he could he could pass the the bill that they already passed and override Trump's veto, get everyone back to work. But he's he's just sitting there like, oh, I got to do what Trump says to do because yeah. I, he's my boss and uh you know the it really the press needs to come down on him hard and and, and get some yeah get, he's got some explaining to do 
Well, they got to come them down on them real hard to, to get through that turtle shell, for sure. But um, you know what? What just Bob just said. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Bob, go ahead. Throw him some lettuce. Yeah, a little leaf, 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 leaf uh, lettuce. Uh, but all right, Rain, real the, the, quick, the thing, because we're almost is, 20 is, minutes over. What Bob over. just said is really important. And I think in coming shows, we need to point this out. Yeah. The Agreed. Senate and the Congress can override Trump's veto. We're in the best position right now to put more pressure on them politically, um, you know, with the Congress. Uh, you know, because McConnell, he's going to be the center of attention if shit doesn't happen. And it's either what do you care more about the country and people that need to feed their families or fat Donnie's stupid ego. So uh, but uh, on that note, we really got to we really got to end the show. Great show tonight, everybody. Special thanks to Dusty Dion for being part of it. Uh, that was a lot of fun, guys. Uh, Happy New Year's uh, to everybody, and uh, we'll see everybody on Tuesday. Also, I'm filling in for all three hours for Adam uh, Hebert on Mike Jack Radio tomorrow. Uh, it's a free for all. We're gonna have a very fun show. Grimmy's gonna come on and talk about the new Transformers film, Bumblebee. And we'll have uh, some other fun stuff about crafting. Um, and uh, oh, and also Bandersnatch, the new uh, um, choose your own adventure Black Mirror film. I'll, I'll give my non spoiler review of that. It's nuts. You guys got to watch it. Uh, but anyway, we'll see everybody uh, on Tuesday on Turn Up the Night and tomorrow on Mike Check Radio. Bye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs>